All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is the Panda of Pandemonium. Y'all know what it is. It's Absolute Pandemonium Podcast. It's another Saturday evening of random stuff. <laughs> we got vocab. We have our guest today, Mr. Nick, the composer, Raimi. What's up? This what's man up? is, he is literally the older brother I never had. Aww. Like. He's amazing. He's amazing. So I appreciate you being able to jump in. Uh, we're still Thank waiting you. on Rod. He should be here in a minute, as well as Jay. As far as I know, everybody should be here. So it's going to be a very, very, very interesting day. Um, we actually may also have one more guest coming, and that'll be even funnier if that occurs. So um, today, as always... We're going to have some randomness. Uh, We're going to have some serious topics as well. The serious topic for the day is going to be toxic masculinity, and we will get into that in depth later on. But uh, for now, let's go ahead and start with uh, some of the lighter stuff. Um, Were either of you Star Trek fans? Uh, This brown nerd right here was a big old star trek fan uh there's an angle with one of my cameras in here you can see i actually have uh, ben cisco up on my shelf oh yes cisco was <laughs> he was truth the, the most underrated true. oh yeah most definitely most definitely all uh, right i was a star wars guy man you was star wars yeah, I was, I was, uh, my mom though crazy tricky. So <laughs> that's who got me into it. But right. yeah, uh, Star Wars. No, no shade on Star Wars. It's do, do you like uh, high fantasy or diplomacy? That's just the the choice between yes. the two. <laughs> I can respect that. That's that's really what it is. See, and I'm in the middle. Oh yeah, so I like both. I'm not gonna lie. The reason I brought it up though is one of the originals um she in my opinion she was the original baddie in star trek world <laughs> lieutenant ohura oh yeah 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 um yeah yes i think i got some images for uh, let's see here see if i can oh, run some images <laughs> i got some images bro i got some images oh behave yourself we're talking about toxic masculinity today we yeah. are, we We're are. However, <laughs> um, see, when it comes to Lieutenant Ohura, like you gotta admit, I mean, she was bomb. She was just, she was just bomb. Um, the reason I bring her up though is this past week on um, the third, they she's going to her last convention. She went to her last convention. Oh wow! Um, she is now, I believe, eighty six, eighty nine. As of the 28th, she'll be turning 89 this month. Okay. Uh, so this was like her farewell mm-hmm. con right. in L.A. Oh, yeah. Um, infamous. Welcome, 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 sir. <laughs> Just in time. Um, but yeah, this was her last like con. Two seconds. No, you're good, man. She was from the original. Of course, for those who don't know, Lieutenant Nyota Uhura <laughs> was in the original Star Trek series. Uh, she was the first prominent black woman that start on TV period as a coast as like a main co-star. Um, and they had a three day like event 
in her honor. So if you want to go check out some of those images and some of the images where I'm getting these from, it's uhura. Yeah. I like that image right there. And uhura.space. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were the two sites that I that had a lot of information about her the convention and the images and kind of what they did. But uh, one thing I didn't know, she voiced herself in a couple of the cartoons too. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. Like she, she she put in a lot of work behind the scenes, especially you know uh, on like the advocacy end and stuff too. But I mean, mm-hmm. her character was like in, multilinguist, extremely oh, yeah. intelligent, like could learn a language just like that, translate, get the right dialect and everything nailed down. And it was great, even in the newer movies, how they portray that same character with that same uh, energy and background. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It, so I was, it was funny because I didn't know this, this one thing p- came out to me as well. And I was like, yo, so she was going to quit, I guess, um, at one point. And the day she dropped off her letter of resignation, she ran into Dr. Martin Luther King at an NAACP fundraiser. <laughs> and Dr. How King was like, yeah, no, I'm like one of your biggest fans. You can't do that. Like, you don't understand, like, his words were specifically, when we see you, we see ourselves, we see ourselves as intelligent and beautiful and proud. And oh, yeah. she said that next day, she went back to Gene Roddenberry and was like, yo, so MLK said X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Well, and like I'll to show equality in that way, in that era, too. Like, you know, one yeah. day we're going to be standing side by side, you know, phasers up, trying to stand against the, uh, unspeakable odds and horrors. So, you know, we should be together through all of this. Oh, yeah. They actually also shared her and Shatner shared the first interracial kiss on television. Oh, oh my so God. that was a huge. Yes. Oh, man, you can kiss a brown person. And you don't catch on fire. Amazing. It, amazing. <laughs> Hey, big, big facts, they, they were scared of all that hot mess. Like you might catch a disease and all that dumbass stuff from I back in the day. I on fire when I kiss black men. <laughs> but that's different. That's a different type of heat. That's exactly. a passion. Uh-huh. 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 What kind of fire? Uh-huh. I got three kids. I, feel I need you. some details. Oh, details about what? Which part? Which part? Catching on the wrong kind of fire. He said he still catching on fire. See, I'm, see, I'm, not, not, I'm not, done with y'all. He's like one cup. You keep one cup. I'm sorry, y'all. Oh man. So shout out to her. Um, I I did hear also though she is slowly one of the reasons that she's um, she's battling with dementia right now. Yeah. Um, so this is why this was her last one. Um, and she's also going through some some court stuff with her old manager and her son. Because I guess the old manager's been living in one of the guest houses and kind of like mooching, and the son's like, "Oh heck no, nah, we not doing this." So, <laughs> like, what are you managing? She's eighty some years old, and she barely remembers <laughs> right, where her like, house is. Done. Shouldn't you move out now? Listen, exactly. Tyler, we're gonna need you to step out, please. It, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit, a little, little bit. bit. So that's that's her. I wish her. I hope she age, she has aged gracefully. And I hope that the rest of her life is just amazing just for what she's done. She's actually one of the biggest uh, promoters and she helped push that. uh, What was it? Space advocacy program Mm -hmm. back when it first started um, with who was the first female astronaut again? Uh, Oh, I had her name here. Do 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 Sally Ride, Dr. Mm -hmm. Sally Ride. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they were part of that first big push. Yo. Funny story, I had an argument with my mama about her, and I'm trying to explain to my mama that that's not Sidney Tyson. <laughs> I thought she was Sidney Tyson. Yeah, that's, that's what she thought she was for the long time. Mama, that's not the same person. I, I promise you it's not. 
Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> pretty much same legacy, but not the same person. Right, right, right. right. Very much close legacies, but not the same person. Oh, man. <laughs> man. Hey, Monica, how's it going? Welcome to the stream. Welcome to the stream. Glad to have you. So, yeah, definitely. That is definitely, definitely a <laughs> not the same person type situation, you know? Mm. Uh, but, yeah, we are that that like i said her what she did i can only wish to have that much of an impact mm, no you know what i mean with with what i do in any capacity she is and has been a model a model for everything i was gonna say model citizen but that doesn't seem like the right word so <laughs> you know what you mean we know what a you role mean. model yeah yeah, yeah y'all know what i mean y'all know what i mean so uh, but that, that was that was one of the first key pieces I definitely wanted to touch on. Like I said, uh, if you guys want to get more information regarding that, Uhura, U-H-U-R-A dot com or Uhura um, dot space. One of those two, those were kind of like the, you can get, they've got memorabilia from her um, her last convention, like her 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 toys and the pictures of her and everything from, from the show. All that's on there. So Please feel free to go check that out. No, we're not, uh, you know, we don't get anything from it. It's just support, support your black people, support your people. That's grandma. Yo, That's GG. You, you support her. For us. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, the next topic I wanted to hit on real quick. Oh, wait, before you move me to the next topic, oh, you, go know, for it. you know, Vocab got to uh, do his typical. Oh, he does. Yes, vocab. You've been you've been gone, bro. We had to, we had to start doing I stuff without you, bro. Sorry, I love you guys. For all people who come. So today we on stout, you know, and today's anime is in toxic masculinity. A bunch of anime women just. <laughs> I was just gonna say something about that, but today I will yeah. be on the Amsterdam and cranberry juice. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I'll so, be stepping back with some whiskey in just a bit. All Here right. We go. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, well, wait, I'm not getting left out of this one. Something too. <laughs> well done. Well done. Um, I didn't grab the pictures for this, so I apologize. That's my fault. I got caught up with some other stuff. But earlier this week, I found out, and let me know if you all knew this. I found out that Star-Lord is now the son-in-law to Terminator. Oh, yeah, you told me that. Yeah. So I need you all to think about that for a second. Or you mean Chris Pratt? I mean, the person playing him, yes, of course. Okay. Is that in the truth somewhere? (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah, no, I guess uh, Chris, yeah, I guess Chris married Schwarzenegger's daughter last year. Oh, that's good. Did not know that. (laughs) Yeah, I had no clue. I was like, okay, cool. That's what's up. So, yeah, I was just 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 trying to imagine like a child of a Schwarzenegger. Like that's right. That's a big old head, man. That's a big old dome. I mean, no, no hate. I'm like, I'm. I got a big old melon. I have this image, I'm sorry, (laughs) but I just like Chris Pratt. Yeah, I should have had that one. That's my fault. Is like. So many corny jokes after another one in the house. There's so many. Legit. Like, Legit. Just like, first thing pop in my head, Chris Pratt goes to the bathroom. Like, Hold on. I'll be back. 
you know Pratt is that, and you know he's that, that guy. Too. You he has to have done it. Oh yeah, yeah. That's funny. There's only one person with Chris Pratt when it comes to stuff like that. Well, two. Neil Patrick Harris, uh, Brian Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I would love to see a movie with them three. Like just as, just as buddies, like a buddy cop, yeah, movie or something like that. No, yeah. Wait, I, I do one better. The um red notice movie that just came out on Netflix. Oh yeah, add, add them two to it. Oh wow, <laughs> true. That's a good one. Rod, hey, what up? Glad to have hey. you back, man. Hey, hey. So we were just kind of picking through some stuff. We were just talking about uh, Lieutenant Hora, uh, Miss Nichelle Nichols, who uh, cheated her last convention just recently this past weekend so we were talking about that and then we talked about uh the terminator is now the father-in-law to star lord if you didn't know <laughs> oh wow right right that face that yeah. face exactly i think all of us had that shock that that look <laughs> yep yeah it's like oh well all right you talking about comic book watch <laughs> Dude, oh my that God. would be a whole other thing if that happened like that imagine getting a phone call from your father-in-law like on thanksgiving like bring the plates <laughs> you forgot the plate. You forgot the, the dessert. Where's the pumpkin pie? Get to the kitchen. <laughs> Get to the kitchen. <laughs> oh no. So That's she gorgeous. Um, I got a picture. Okay, I put up a picture. See, see if I can. Is it? That's Here. the first one that popped up. There you Man. go. Hold up. There you are. They oh, are a cute wow. couple. Yeah, I will say that they are a very cute couple. They actually look like, like siblings. siblings. <laughs> you said they looked like siblings. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Her name is Catherine. Not they all look alike. <laughs> See, that, now play hey, nice. It, it, came out, it came out of the dark. What can I say? It came out of the dark. Wouldn't that make oh, sense man. for a Terminator franchise, though? The, what'd you say? Terminator franchise? Yeah, it would make sense if they looked alike. <laughs> I will see what had happened was, right? <laughs> daggone, daggone. We're all going to Speaking jail. Speaking of Terminator, I don't know if I posted it in a group chat. Y'all know I find like a whole bunch of stuff on TikTok. Right. Somebody did a fan theory on Terminator and the Matrix. Ooh. Um, which is the fan theory is Neo is um actually Sarah's son or grandson. Oh, okay. Oh, actually fighting inside of the network. Yes. Wow. So they, like, I'm gonna find the video and I will send to y'all. I gotta go back and look. Yes, but please do. It was like the way they explained it, it made so much sense. Man, that's my the only reason that. I don't like it is because I don't believe that he was the one. <laughs> well, now that's yeah. another conversation there. Now you just can't just drop that and walk off the mic. Like Neo, not the okay. One? Well, I always thought the discussion okay. was that he was not the one, but he was one of many that come through the line. Right, I can see yeah. that, and also, if you think about it, what the oracle said about how to reset the matrix, mm-hmm. I followed after watching the movie a couple of times and reading some fan theory. I thought that the what's his name, Agent Smith, was the one. Oh, that's a mind bender. Go, go, go to YouTube, go to YouTube, and look up who's the real one from the matrix or who's the real one of the matrix. And they explain, and everything lines up so perfectly to where I had to believe that. Huh. Okay. Oh, pull this you up. You know what? I cannot even 
Right. Because, I mean, it would make sense because his ability to... He was already on, and he was already inside the matrix, right? And then he gained he the ability. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, def- I definitely bookmarked that mode. So yeah, I have to. I have to definitely. Yeah. So, with you saying that, that actually kind of <laughs> that brought me to another piece that I was I wanted to bring up about actually what you all was mentioning earlier. So have y'all do y'all know who Long Beach Griffey is? Heard of him. Heard of him? Yeah. Seen a couple of videos. I don't think I have. have I think he's a pretty okay, funny guy. And then I saw this. Now, I firmly believe love who you want. Completely okay with that, right? Great. Yeah. Enjoying life. Then this comes up. I know who he is. Wow. As the second yes. image. Oh boy. Uh, that's a hot mess. Uh, and then after that, let's uh wait, 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 wait. Come on. Wait, 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 wait. I just read what it said. Yeah. Yeah, that's let me go back. That's one. White love. Okay. Right, right. That's I'm not That's really too mad at one. Straight this two. one. This one. This one right here. Followed by this one. Found my white princess. Oh shit. Mm. Mm, that is a mm. hope he has another job wind up somewhere. <laughs> now again. I feel like I'll let you finish. Now go ahead. I feel like when it comes to stuff like that, like it's better to keep your mouth closed. If you if you're yeah. gonna get outside your race, more power to you. Like you love who you love. You got people who are gonna stick to that race to the wheels fall off. You got people who are adventurous. You got people who basically just a kink to them. Like it's hmm. it's so much to that. And then the fact that you broadcasting like that means you don't give a rat's you know what about your race because you are black, sir. <laughs> I mean, if you couldn't tell, mom was black. Mm. <laughs> you know, it ain't a show unless I, I freeze out, bro. It, it just it, <laughs> it wouldn't be. You're right. It's true. Every time. <laughs> can't use a comb. Can't bring her home. At least that's what my mom always said. Wow, <laughs> man, man. Your mom said what? If she can't use your comb, don't bring her home. Oh, wow. Why? What comb are you using? <laughs> now that's the funny part. Just for the beard, just for the beard. I see, I see. Nah, but I'm bald now. But I'm told this is like this yeah, I had here. Only reason, the only reason I brought it up was just like I said. Like I said, I am. I have dated across the spectrum. Like anyone who knows me knows that I care less. If if you're beautiful, you're beautiful. Period. Point blank. Right. Inside, outside, the whole nine yards. The thing is, though, when you and this is one conversation I've heard a lot of black women bring up too, is like the day you start dissing everyone else, that's when I have the problem. You know, if it's not your thing, that's cool. If you don't want to talk to anybody else, that's cool. But well, what does that help? About why? 
Yeah, well, I'm like, what part does that help right now? Like with everything that's going mm-hmm. on, if you if we're talking about unity, right. we're talking about trying to get this back to some semblance of a reasonable society. Like, what what is the help in advertising that you're completely disparaging part of your own culture and heritage? Exactly. Mm-hmm. See, I understand. It's like you know, you it's a lot of people want to talk about the whole pride thing, but at the same time, it's like you also have to look at the fact that you know it is you feel what you feel you really can't fight that part but to say something so negative and put it out in the space like you were going to get anything other than just some clout and some clack back like come on he was just it, it's that kind of stuff just trying to get some likes and some views or some hate and he don't need it, though. that's the sad thing but you don't need the clout no. a lot yeah, he, he's pretty well known like, i don't know him by name but i can see his face i'm like oh yeah this is gonna be a funny video First thing pops right. my head. Right. Yeah. Well, but him being a comedian also, it's like you got to look at the trolling side of it too. Like trying to do that and trying to garner attention. You know, unfortunately, we've learned from hip hop and, and life in the past that, you know, the negative gets more attention than the positive. Like you can pass out turkeys all day long, but if, you, if you're not trying to burn something down, you're not getting any likes. Unfortunately, that's kind of what it plays into. That's true. And so I, my question is, do you think that he did that just for that reason. In all honesty, I, I don't it just out. Right. Because even even the fact he did it, guess what? If both of if it don't matter whose job they get pulled over by the police, he's still getting questioned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't care how famous you are. He's still gonna have to get out the car. Well at some at some point somebody's gonna someone he's gonna have a kid. He's gonna he's gonna have to answer right. to hey, you know, I completely burnt your whole rest side of your family. You know, you're you happen to be mixed, but I completely disparaged everybody else that you came from. Right. You know. Right. Right. Like I was messing with the wrong black girls. Uh, that too. That too. Like, Just the wrong let, girls in general. Uh-huh. They let one or two, three mess ups, mess up thing for the entire race. Like you gotta understand. It is no two people alike. I don't care if they twin, triple, quadruple. It's gonna be something different between every person on this earth. You can't yes. knock a whole race wanted, because you had some bad experiences. Even if you wanted to use it to be like, okay, well, she's been, she's the best girl I ever been with. She, he could have said that without bringing race into it. You can't right. just be like, this right. is the best chick right. or whatever. Why you had to say she's better than the black girl? Mm. Is she not better than the other white girls that you dated? Because right no, now that's that, now you're, it's still a it's a measure, and not right? only that, he's a public figure putting that stigma on this girl too. Like I have to look at it mm-hmm. from the other side. It's like now she's got to answer for right. white people doing? everywhere. Right. <laughs> she might oh, be feeling like I'm happy. Yeah, yeah she's having a great time. It's a great day. And her like, oh, so you think you're better than us? And she like, I didn't even say that. Right, <laughs> it wasn't Facts. me. She said like. <laughs> Is that whack ass comedian? You can tell right. him kick rocks. Yeah, uh-huh. man, that's, oh, that's yep, troubling. Man. That's crazy, man. I just don't understand. Like, I don't want to come off biased, but I just don't understand how anybody could not love the black woman, bro. Like, <laughs> they're just they're just beautiful. I mean, obviously there's ugly ones, but there's ugly people in every race. But like, right. that's true. That's true, bro. A, like, let's just. Think of Gabrielle Union, bro. That's hey, Lord, y'all trying to get me in trouble with my wife up in here. <laughs> get me charges up in my house, man. Listen, <laughs> listen. I'm gonna tell you a secret. As long as y'all don't say one name, I'm good. If y'all don't say vocab, no name. Y'all ain't say. 
Short story. <laughs> when she got hey, here a couple years ago, I cried. My wife was oh, wow. <laughs> she oh, was <laughs> Who was it? Okay, who was it? What's the name? What's the name? What's the name? Nah, I ain't gonna see. Oh, come on. Hey, can we be playing it now? Because I can't say her name, but we can take a long walk around the park. We're gonna say a hand coming dark. right for the back of that head. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm looking up for you. I'm looking over your shoulder, bro. I'm looking over your shoulder. It's cool. He just gave you the biggest hand, bro. Like, oh, 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 I'm working on passes. <laughs> Everything's open to negotiation. He's like, Until hey. that. <laughs> forgot what movie it was, but ain't shit on. I forgot what movie. It was. Oh, two can play that game. Where I think I think it was Anthony Anderson's character said, "FBI ain't got nothing on one with a plan. That she planning you ain't having no hall pass, and you ain't having no damn hall pass at that point." That's <laughs> oh man. man. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this one up here. Uh, we'll kind of switch gears a little bit. Y'all remember this kid? See if where is it? Y'all kid? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! So this is him today. Uh, his his actual name is, and I'm probably I may miss the pronunciation, so I apologize. Dyernst Colin is his name. He goes by the nickname Killer Whale by his friends, though. Killer Whale. Uh, Killer Whale. The man is an O-line. O-lineman. They just won the uh, state con- t- uh, competition and Damn. I believe oh, Dennis. Dennis at East Orange in New Jersey. Okay. Uh, but he was I was I was looking it up and he was I had a little article about him. And he was talking about how he felt after this happened. Like being in that spotlight. Turn into he's, a he got bullied a lot as a kid because of this image. Uh, he, they said he was about nine when that when that meme came out, and we all know we people use that meme today. Oh, like, you know what I mean? Still. Somebody probably used it yesterday, type deal. So yeah, two days ago, you're right. Guilty. See, two days ago, I wouldn't go into that bathroom for 35, 45 minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he was talking about how like people would really pick on him regarding that, now mm-hmm. like how mm-hmm. he had to work through that, and one of the words he said, and this is just for anybody who has ever felt like they're being picked on, no matter what the reasoning is, I think what he said could help somebody, so I wanted to bring it up. He said, I would say just don't take it so personal, especially in a situation like this, because right. when I did take it personal, I did get it to a place where it was like, I don't know if I want to go out anymore. He didn't want to go anywhere, uh, and he also said, stay close to friends and family, mm-hmm. and when you meet new people, they won't take it as personal. You know what I'm saying? Don't take it as personal when they say that. Um, oh. It's just, that's what they know. And right. he's like, once people got to know him for himself and his, right. you know, say his actual name, then it was a whole different scenario. But yeah, they're, uh, he was all conference this year. So I wanted to give him a shout out yeah, on the no show doubt. just because my boy didn't glowed all the way up. He doing his thing. And the name Killer Will is freaking awesome. I'm not going to hey, That's a dope, first of all, if you know about Killer Will. Like, yeah, eat him alive, bro. That's praise, bro. Uh-huh. Like, yo, <laughs> right. yo, 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 he said, how much you made you Killer Will, bro? 
That yeah. uh, he, he earned that. You yeah, know he earned you, that, man. You he earned just, that one. That, that, that is an it's NFL poster all day. You don't push people right. on their back. <laughs> right. He was you running boys. You don't through. just get killer wheel. You got to earn that. Mm. <laughs> right. Hey, back. How's it going? How's it going? Yeah, Kono, we appreciate you. He said, they said, how here, hold up. How much do you bench, bro? Because, yeah, that's what you asked that man. How much do you bench? Because, uh, yeah, that's, that's one of them stuff. conversations. Yeah, I say about 250. I got 250. Mm-hmm. He Look, minimum. Easy. He's Easy. repping two, he's repping 250. <laughs> well, especially like to, to go from like that dark place to something so positive and really yeah. be knocking it out, man. That's that takes a lot. That takes a lot of work, a lot of work. So for those who are going through a time, whatever that time is, there is a way out of things. You mm. just keep keep focusing on whatever your dream is, whatever you're passionate about. Put that focus, that time, that energy in, like we always say, and you will get there. That light at the end of the tunnel or however you want to describe it for yourself, but you will get there. So that was a, a thing that I thought was a, a very nice, a nice little piece. So, yeah, a little yeah. fun filler. Positivity. Positivity. Yeah. positivity. It's always good for some positivity. Always, always. Now I was, I'm, and I apologize, y'all. I still can't get the audio for videos to come through. Um, I was mm-hmm. gonna show the Sonic Two trailer because oh. it did finally drop. Oh man, yeah, that looks dope. I can, I can play it, but it won't times. have any audio, so I feel like it won't make any, you know, difference. So I won't, I won't do that to us because I'm gonna be mad. For y'all, you got to hear. Go watch it. Got to. Go watch this trailer though, because this is a fun. right. I was, well, like, I was supposed to be April to this trailer. April eighth, twenty twenty two. See, that's the, I, 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 that was probably one of the highlights that came out of the twenty twenty like pandemic streaming movie situation. Like being able to get to enjoy that movie. Like it was actually really good, and I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to the second one. I was I was surprised how well it turned out. Even got nominated for a couple of awards and stuff. I was like, yep. all right, Jim Carrey yep. is a goat. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey is definitely. Oh yeah, Jim Carrey is oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. That was that a great was Jim for him. movie. Let's let's not forget we kind of bullied the whole company about how Sonic looked. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, garbage. They, 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 we had to. I could. They had to. The only time that I go with bullying, you bully when it comes to something like that. Don't mess up our childhood. Yeah, no, like, that like one is that obvious. Thing. That just shows you they could have did that in the first place. Yeah, that just, that just shows they could have did that in the first place. Sonic looked like showed me the way. Okay, he did. I'm gonna what he looked like. He he looked like he looked like the Sonic should have been paired with the Uganda Knuckles. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Show yep. me do it. Like that's what he looked like. He was Show he was he was matched at man. Like Uganda no, Knuckles. y'all not doing not that to us. Uganda Muppets. So <laughs> I have something that I want. Since we're talking about movie releases, as y'all know, next year we're getting is it next year after next we're getting into the Spider Verse too. Oh right. yeah, it looks good. Oh yeah, mm. yeah it's looking great. So, you all know there will always be a DC versus Marvel thing, no matter what. Yeah, of course. On the same day as we get Spider-Man into the verse two, we they be dropping. I think it's called Super Pets following Crypto and the Battle. <laughs> oh, wow. You still can't day. get this right. Don't mind me laughing. That's Wait. just listen. I'm... The movie. So I've seen snips. Movies look good. So mind you, TikTok. I, I 
live by TikTok. The guy posted a video about it on TikTok. He is a huge DC fan. And the first thing he said, what the fuck are y'all thinking? Why would y'all do this to y'all sales? <laughs> like, I love DC, but do you actually think I'm going to pay to go watch this before I see Spider-Man? Oh, my right. gosh, no. You could have put Shazam something, Suicide Squad something. I, you are, I, I, honestly, something. They, they have fumbled the football at every possible turn with the DC franchise. Like, there have been some incredible... DC franchises that have run really well and they've looked great and but unfortunately when they try to do that that the universe and everything else they ruined it and they keep like fumbling they write it too serious and too dark and too ah man they just don't capture the right thing and then it's always the timing they were trying to release against Marvel it's like no you should just stagger it and say the hell out of Marvel's way right and then and develop the stories like why the hell can't you get a story right Shazam was the closest one and maybe the first Wonder Woman was was pretty damn tight it, even though it was just a rehash of Captain America uh, the original Captain America right. back in World War II but it was still a good movie it, it was good you know placement and timing for it through you know even for women and and all those things all those things are extremely positive they just the writing is always terrible it's way like even the the re-release on hbo uh what was that the justice league re-release yeah the Snyder Cut. like even it was still really ham-fisted like they just try to jam too many executives ideas into a bag and pull out whatever the hell was going to work to get Uh, the next plot point so i mean I, i digress but I mean, seriously, they're going to release Wonder Pets like 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 Nickelodeon's Wonder Pets on the same damn day and expect any kind of result. So my real question is this: Are they going to release that mashup game at the same time too? They got to. Uh, they're going to have to. The oh, Suicide Squad, brother. <laughs> Listen, DC. I give you. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you guys an excellent example of DC. I don't know if y'all saw this, but y'all know the Rock's filming Black Adam right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is DC stupidity in a nutshell. How the costume is that it had padded costume for The Rock? And what, what? multiverse of The Rock need a padded superhero costume? Why does he costume? need pads? Have you seen that man working out on Instagram every day? I'm that ashamed is- to be his skin tone. Not not have, have they like, not watched <laughs> muscle? Yeah. <laughs> if there's one person that does not need any padded superhero outfit, it is Dwayne Watt Johnson. That is his stupidity in a nutshell. That is buffing his sleep. Right. <laughs> his eyebrows are doing like weightlifting. Right. Just, you know what I'm <laughs> How much did your eyebrows take? <laughs> <laughs> For real. That's crazy. Like that's yo. their just that's their stupidity in a nutshell. I oh, read that man. the other day. I'm like, are you serious? Like how much coke do you need to do off the desk? How much cocaine do you need to do oh, off the and, desk <laughs> before the ideas are that it was terrible? There was a couple lines. That was at, a couple lines eight. at least. Hey, oh my gosh, man, that's eight ball. That's probably eight ball. Look, that's probably old kids. Like Alaska with cocaine doing that. Oh my right. gosh, just like, I, I heard. I heard that. I'm like, you know what? God bless the rock. Want to do Black Adam, but man, I, it, I don't I'm know. I would say this: when it comes to DC. I'm going to tell you where they dropped the ball at. Mm. After the Dark Knights. The Dark Knights yep. were the best DC movie, period. Robin Hood should have come next, for the That's record. Right. That's my vote. I'm, I'm with you. Now. Okay. So, with that being said, the DC, we're going we're gonna to separate because it's two different DCs. You got the DC, mm-hmm. then you got the TV shows. Right. Mm-hmm. When it comes to TV shows doing their crossovers, 
Oh, oh my yeah. god. This last green arrow and the uh, arrow verse is amazing. Like the shows are not, you know, up to par, but I would prefer if they use that in their movies than what they're doing. That's yeah. what a because lot of people Crisis on saying. Earth was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. DC got a lot going for them, bro. They just can't make movies, bro. If they take their TV shows, if they took their their actors from the TV shows and made a movie based on those franchises, they would be they would make bank. Oh yeah, yeah, easy. They just can't get it because, like, when I saw the Flash Flash in Justice League versus the Barry Allen in the show, Mm -hmm. I like the CW Flash. Yeah, way better. Thank you. Fan of it got me into it. Yeah, he can sing. Exactly. <laughs> hey, we have standards, entertainment value, damn it. <laughs> right? You gotta be well rounded around these parts. That's sure. right. I mean, at least the CW flash can run. I mean, guess the same thing that about the too? Oh like, my gosh, man. That the that like dude, the song like, that you never played a sport in your life, did you? Like his yeah. his arms be wailing and flailing around. I'm like, <laughs> what are you swimming through molasses? Oh what, my like, what happened? I thought him do the Naruto on or something. Shit. Oh. <laughs> Let's no, put him in front of another green screen. like that, bro. I mean, it might as well. You gonna let him run? I I know Naruto runs good. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. You could have just something. Yeah, they could have gave him that and been better. That's true, oh, though. Man. That is. Well, true. it also shows so much inconsistency because now you have this entire plate of characters uh, that you completely ignore in a TV universe, and then you mm-hmm. want to come over here and try to do something important. At least in the. Uh, the marvel side of things they have a tendency to try to incorporate all that stuff you might see somebody pop up from one of the other tv shows on one of the movies as a walk-on or something like that and it it gives a little bit of that continuity of the universe it's just dc it's it's such a a shame like everybody's saying like superman is a great character fish out of water uh i don't know if you saw the documentary about tim burton possibly doing the superman movie uh i didn't see that uh, it, yeah. The documentary is really good, and the Superman movie would have been tight. Like the the perspective, this fish out of water alien on a fo- foreign planet kind of thing was amazing. The concept would have been great. I don't know about Nicolas Cage as Superman, but I would have given it a shot. The difference is though, you know, yeah. instead of digging into it, like the Christopher Nolan stuff was awesome. Th- that the whole series of the Dark Knight trilogy was amazing. It ended with uh, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt, you know. Why didn't you pick up with the Robin story? Why didn't you move on with the, you know the, the right. thing that the people were paying money and interested in? Now nah, we're gonna you know, okay. Ben Affleck's gonna be the new Batman. Well, I, I'm out. Like I don't see Ben Affleck as Batman. He was terrible as Daredevil. He could he can kick rocks, but he wasn't bad in the movies. In fact, he was one of the highlights in the movies. Everybody else was bad. That's right. So, so I mean, I, I'm gonna say this, and people are mad at me every time I do. I really <laughs> don't care. I'll die on this hill. Henry Cavill should never have been Superman. He should have been Batman. Mm. Yep. Who? I would have. I would have. I would have taken that. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. If you've seen The Witcher, yes, you've seen The Witcher. He should have been Batman. Where the hell is that actor? Right. And he's gonna be up here on for season three. Just side note: they are taking Henry Cavill out for season three. They're talking about The Witcher. They're talking about replacing him. I'm like, are you serious? I mean, he's Superman, so yeah. There's that, but yeah. Okay, I found the TikTok, and the name of the um the fit movie is called The Legend of Super Fits. I mean, the League of Super Fits, my bad. League? I just sent it to that group. No. Oh, you know what? I'm going to Because it, it came on as an ad on, on a YouTube video I was watching, yeah. and I was like, really? You this got crypto in the Kevin Hart is in the movie. <sighs> oh, boy. 
speaking of Kevin Hart and movies, y'all know Borderlands, right? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Y'all know he's supposed to be playing Roland, right? What? I didn't hear this. Yes, I, Kevin Hart have... is Roland. You know, I from the original that. Borderlands. Oh. I, I love Faithful Kevin Hart, Hart, man. Right. I'm curious. I'm not going to put it past him. Quick. Kevin Hart's talented. Yeah. I just think he's at that point where he's oversaturated. Everybody, everything yeah. you see is Kevin Hart. Everything, bro. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. It's just you. I think it was what three years like we got Kevin Hart in the Rock movies. Three yeah. Oh movies. yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Back, 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 back. Or, They're out of ideas. Or Ice Cube. Yeah. Like, it was Kevin Hart, Ice Cube, Kevin Hart, and Rock, and then don't Kevin get Hart. Hart. That was a good movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. <laughs> I like Gilmore, yeah. Yeah, I love, I love that was stupid, but it worked. Oh, Will Ferrell, yeah. yeah. Listen, it's Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler's Will Ferrell. That's my list when it comes to them. Love really? you, know, you know what? Like speaking of movie, uh, movie deals, I'm watching every day. You know what? <laughs> are we talking about like just comedy movies, or are we talking about comedy in general? I'm talking about the, 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 the characters that they portrayed in all the movies. Okay. Right, right. right. Like, Dan, you ain't Jim got Carrey, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Huh? Nah, I got a Jim Carrey. Hey, you, you talk about movies though, like yeah. So I get yeah, it. movie so actor. Like, com- actor you comedian comedian I was like, deal. bro, your top three is all white. We got some like. I was talking about. But you talking about movies? Yeah, yeah, you talking about. Yeah, nah, I got a Jim Carrey hot take. I just thought of something. I just. I can get behind that. I can get behind it because first of all, Bill Ferrell is ridiculous, and Adam Sandler, when it comes to these kind of movies, is the goat, bro. Right, the originator. Right, so, he no G, he no G with that. He no G. You don't even gotta say no about Jim Carrey because we already gave him it. Right, that's a given. Yeah. Right, so the only person I would add to that, and rest in peace, is Robin Williams. Oh yeah, most that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that was hey, our whole childhood he, right there. Yeah. Oh. He's S tier, like you know, he don't. He don't <laughs> he's S tier, bro. He do Come on, yeah. man, just a woman in fact. In in Mrs. Doubtfire, shit. Yeah, I got no, a I got a crazy point though. He was the first. Uh, I, I, we we were talking about this off air. Uh, we were discussing like uh, Wayne Brady, but like it, it's difficult for unfortunately black comedians to be able to kind of let themselves go to that goofy place though, like to right. play the characters because there's a lot of like you're gonna try to put a black man in a dress in every movie. Come on, we gotta we gotta try to do a little bit better than that. But every for there to be day. some great actors that could take that tier of like a Will Ferrell or something like that, where they get yeah. to play goofy black entertaining engaging people that it's not a stereotype or, or something unfortunate you know right because we have goofy people hell yeah we right. do yeah. yeah well i mean if you you guys probably seen jumanji if you, any of y'all got kids you saw the jumanji oh, yeah. movie it's a, it's a pretty funny movie and it has like you know i would say the rock and kevin hart were definitely slapstick oh, worthy in that movie <laughs> yeah and that one yeah yeah i like i will honestly say they did robin william justice they did. Hundred Oh yeah. I was hoping that they. I was like, please don't screw this up because that was gonna be. Right. And yeah. they still put their own spin to it. Exactly. So it was nice. It was nice. They modernized it, it brought it into video it. games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though the video game was old as me. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And it worked. <laughs> it worked. It, it worked. Right. It was good. Shoot, we all got those consoles in the back of the closet that got some dust in right. them. You got to blow them out hey, with some yeah. air canisters. I brought out the, 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 the Genesis the other day. Yeah, yeah. Fire. Oh, you, oh, I'm jealous. I think that was episode three. Right, yeah, uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, it, you, you brought it on, on, on the screen. Oh, so did y'all hear um, 
I, I can't remember his name, but the guy who made the NES and this the Super NES. I was just gonna talk about that. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. dang. Yeah. His name was uh. Ooh, look at the same Monster look, Yuki look, look, look at the right here. He was right, the lead at, architect look, 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 for look, look, the Nintendo. Segway. It's a flow. <laughs> Segway right into it without even knowing. No, he didn't even no. know y'all. <laughs> That's Did Ultra Instinct, or is it Ultra Ego? Yeah. <laughs> ultra Ego, you know. Yeah. Hey, we need the Ultra Ego button for when we do that. <laughs> right. I got you. I'll find it. I'll find it. Like, Yo, y'all should check out that like, YouTube. Have to deal with later on, you hit the button. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't post like an Ultra Instinct versus Ultra Ego in the in our group chat earlier. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I was like, wow. I, I only reason I haven't watched it, I ain't that far in the home yet. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. You know. But yeah, he um he passed on the sixth at seventy eight years old. Oh, um, man. But he was right the on architect top, for the Super Nintendo and the Nintendo. Well, we have yeah, oh hell yeah. Oh yeah. And we appreciate his hard work. Chance, um yeah. on we do. Kotaku.com. They have mm-hmm. a interview with him from last year uh, that they did. He did about him coming to uh, took the creation of Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. and I guess his boss would always call him when he was drunk and be like, "Yo, you should do this idea." Blah blah blah. He was like, "All right, boss, whatever," and then hung up on him. Right, and the next morning, his boss was like, "No, but for real though, remember I was telling you about that last night? I'm gonna need you to work on that." He was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, that was for all real? right." <laughs> I was just playing, right. <laughs> And that's how Super Nintendo came to uh, came to play. Also, just so you know, it was called Famicom. Excuse me, Famicom first. F A M I C O N. Famicom. 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 Yep. Yo, you got that new Famicom? Right, you got that new Famicom, fam? Right next to my Air Force Ones. You feel me? Air Force Ones. You, you like Those this band aid under my eye? Right. Right. <laughs> Those that days. was that time frame. Too. Oh my gosh, man. That was that time frame. Also, uh, I know y'all know about this. Uh Cowboy Bebop being canceled. Yeah. What are y'all thoughts on saw that? that? Saw it coming. Yeah. They already canceled it? Already. Yeah, they already canceled it. One season. I saw that coming. I saw that oh, coming. Man. It wasn't even one season. Like they canceled it while the season was still going. Yeah, yes. they canceled. They're like, there's no more after this. they're gonna cut it. It looked yeah. like a cool concept. Did it like was it terrible? Did it not pan out? I don't think it was that bad. So it was not as bad. Maybe I watched more, but the first episode wasn't that bad. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it couldn't have been that bad if hit number one. Comparing it to, to nah, how the reason why I hit number one reality joints, I think it was all right. You know, it could have been why hit number one is because it was Cowboy Bebop flat For out. Sure. Oh, yeah. Everybody wanted to give it a chance. That's mm-hmm. why it hit number one. I mean, because Cowboy Bebop, bro. It's right. classic. That's exactly. But the fact that they diverged from the actual storyline oh, and tried to do man. like some background stuff, I heard it was decent. And again, I didn't watch it. I, have not, right. I was like, I'm not I haven't seen it. Either. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. So I wasn't going to. I have it. a question. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, I should be giving remakes up. versus reboots. Yeah. Remakes Ooh. versus reboots. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Good. I probably know where I'm going. That's busy what it is. Yeah. As y'all know, they rebooted Summon King. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about one of my favorite anime. We talked about No, 
I'm in the second part of it, and I'm like thoroughly pissed. Because I know they have a black character in Shaman King. Yeah. When I say this episode is probably the racist episode I've seen in anime in a while. Listen, wow. Listen. Yo. When we say, say this man was thoroughly pissed, I'm talking about he watched the episode and called me immediately like, yo, vocab. <laughs> I, just, I just need to rant to you for a little bit. Bro. I was like, I'm what happened? So, how bad was it? Okay. Well, I tell you how bad it was. They basically redid the whole story of Shaman King. It still got, you know, trying to be Shaman King and the characters. Voice actors changed. That kind of hurt. But, like, I, I like, okay, I'm trying to get into the story. I like how they're doing it. a little different. Mm-hmm. When they finally got Joko and they did his backstory, they made it like he was. Basically, Joko was a redeemed killer. His parents got killed, so he had a Batman in it, and he would kill people just because. Like he was a gang member, mm-hmm. and his gang was upset because he met a shaman. And shaman was trying to teach him how to be a shaman, and they killed his teacher to get him to be back to his old way. And I'm okay. like, so this man is a redeemed killer now. In the anime, when in the original, he's just a comedian, and his shaman king, his shaman teacher was a comedian, wanted to be the best comedian and cure the world with laughter. Right. Same premise, but did y'all have to add killing in and the gang and all that? Uh, hey, it oh, that's, that's kind of messed up. That's yeah, yeah. Oh, let's take the one black character and put him in a gang. Like, come on. Uh, which goes like back to what we were talking about earlier. Someone. The shaman. So, that's what we do, shaman crips. The shaman crips. <laughs> I don't know, but we're in a shaman comedy crips. <clears throat> right. That might be funny. That might. Laugh that might... Basic. <laughs> 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 like, well, where where is uh, the remake coming out of? Is it actually coming out of the it's original series? It's, oh, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Like, yeah. what country yeah. was it from? Japan. Uh, it's actually it... original, so. I wonder if oh, they, they actually got it directly from Japan. Let me see. I have no I idea. I they feel probably like bought the streaming. They right probably bought the streaming rights. Yeah, yeah but they they got the Netflix original logo on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do the same thing with um Pokemon with um the Pokemon anime because Netflix got that. It's Pokemon original. Yeah, but for them to release it on Netflix with such a glaring, you know, negative connotation for black people that wasn't in the original story, that sounds like a lot. They might need to really address that issue. Well, I'm gonna say this. It, it's like a quick, it's like a quick five minute episode when we because they okay the the reboot is the anime but a little faster with a lot of different changes. Mm-hmm. Powers are the same. The storyline's different because y'all know the original storyline. Uh, Ren, was it Ren was fighting his uncle that was trying to take over the family. Right. And the in the up I mean the boot reboot it's his dad. That was something that kind of irked me because in the original line, in the manga, it was his uncle. And right. his uncle didn't, his uncle's dad was like Mufasa and Sar basically. But now they just got rid of the whole uncle story and made it his dad. Yeah, it and just other things. He just throws it. Yeah. And they changed the little guy name. The little guy name was Morty, not something else. I can't even remember. Yeah, they did. That's probably because of Rick and Morty, though. Oh, that's possible. So, I mean, Even though it was there before that, mm-hmm. but I can see people. They, they came before. Yeah. 
it might have been for recognition purposes, especially if Netflix got their hands on it. They don't want anything that's going to conflict yeah, with another brand or IP, flash. probably. Yeah. 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 They, they, they fucking up. Especially if they're <laughs> going to replace a, a racist stereotype into uh, right. uh, it never was there before. Like, what kind of crap is that? Right. Makes you wonder about One Piece, but mm, I'm not going there yet. I'm not going there. <laughs> yet. Go there. I'm just trolling. I'm just, I'm just messing with. I you know all. you were, darn it. <laughs> all right, so I want to bring this up because actually, what you're talking about the whole. Actually, Nick brought it up first when he was talking about you know the Wayne Brady situation and you know black actors and stuff not being open just being having that having that avenue to be open without being judged or not get the views that they should get in general and then you bringing up the whole piece about um you know the, them changing the the gang scene mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying in Shaman King and, and giving that negative connotation so I want to bring something a little bit positive to the screen I ran across this and for you all that are in the area let me know this is in Stonecrest Georgia <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Did you get a light bro. bulb? <laughs> bro, okay. I'm gonna show y'all something real quick. I am six one, right? Okay. I stand up. Oh no. Oh wow. <laughs> okay, just, just for references. But um yes, yes, we are going next weekend. We're going. I was okay. so happy when my friend showed me that. So this is the new black wall street. Uh from what it is, it is a there's about a hundred different stores inside this place um here let me pull up the let me see if i can pull up the pictures hold up support black business is really yes. what it is it's a great concept um, good it's idea like one big mega mall of all black owned businesses it's so amazing is what it is let me see here. I'm like so excited to go. Like y'all don't understand. I, when I saw that, I saw my wife and like we gotta go and drop a band. I'm yeah. not gonna drop just a band. Just to stop. <laughs> just to stop <laughs> in and support, yeah. Just to yeah, yeah, like yeah. uh Buku probably lit, I would imagine. Oh my god, it is a restaurant and oh, yeah, that, we're talking about. I want to go to I forgot Are the name of it. When I find it, I will send y'all to TikTok. But yes, I want to go. Anyway. But they also have an online fact, store as well with it. Oh, yes. So, you, you know what I'm saying? You can be an online promoter of business or something like that, and it can still oh, be yeah. affiliated with it. See, I've been hoping to see more of this pop up too, especially as, you know, like you've got Simon Malls and stuff pulling out right. of a lot of major cities. Like, yeah. it's cheap pickings to pick up that real estate because ain't nobody else going to develop it. That's, right. you know, why not just fill it with you know multicultural spaces and stuff? I've seen there's uh, one over here uh, on the east side of Indy called uh, Washington Square Mall was yeah, bought yeah, out. Yeah. A what couple are they years. doing with that now? It's it's still more like a swap meet, unfortunately. They, okay. they really need to clean it up, but um, okay. they they're starting the process of it being an owned and operated by people uh, you know, people of color. I think it was uh, a Hispanic and a black. Uh, like venture there's a couple of of each that are working as far as the uh actual investment and development of the of the site so i'm really hoping okay. something comes from it so, but that definitely looks awesome yeah. i mean stop by georgia yeah, come yeah. Down. so if you're in that area definitely go by i forget where it was i i saw some pictures of some stuff the last time i went through here maybe it was this dude's 
thing here. I don't know. Well, he's doing that. They they have had a slight negative um opening with you know colonizers being us talking about we can't shop there. Nobody said that y'all can shop there. Well, it's also uh-huh. an understanding that you're supporting the community, though. Like, yeah, that's I think right. what makes a lot of people uncomfortable, which is stupid. So, yeah, so like they they try to some uh lady went like she lived went out her way to try to say something like they said I couldn't stop here, and nobody said nothing to the lady. She walked in and walked it out. Cloud like, chaser, you really right? Your, yeah, like really went out your way. I'm going there. If y'all okay. want, I will record it. Please go, do. I, I go live on my Twitch or something. Yeah, please do. We, if we nothing else, you just want to bring bringing it with you because you can screen share uh, like your stuff, or you can send it or shoot it to me, and I'll pull it up. You know what I mean? And we can post yes. it on here. But yeah, you're, that's your homework. Then you're gonna give you're giving the report next week. Thanks. I got you. Bet right on. And for those who don't know. Black Wall Street was a thing. Um, so I want you to go look that up. Uh, it was in Oklahoma. This is kind of the time frames and stuff. And I right, let me pull it back up here. There we go. Full screen. There you go. 1830, 1906. Uh, one of the largest massacres that ever happened on U.S. soil. They Not the largest, us, but one. Yep. They dropped a bomb. A bomb. The entire area, um, like that Pearl was Harbor like, have as many casualties as all of Black Wall Street. Yeah. Well, it's also even in the surrounding areas, yeah. Because it is not in the regular history books. Nope. Why? Because they bombed it on U.S. Mm-hmm. soil. Uh, so. If you really want to see a crazy documentary about what they were uncovering and stuff, I think MSNBC ran it a couple of months ago uh, about what they were trying to do with it essentially they basically tried to uh, build over the top of all of it and cover yeah. it up uh-huh. it was absolutely terrible to see yeah but it's not uncommon it happened all over the country too there was a was it amber ruffin or somebody had it on their show like the multiple places that actually happened where they like uh somebody or in one area they completely opened up a dam that wiped out an entire community and flooded it. It's still underwater to this day. Yep. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. And then there's also even the history of central park, which is part I was of just that about whole to say thing that. too. Yeah. Yep. I was just about to say that. It's some stuff, so, yeah, man. For y'all that don't know, it's also on uh, Lake Lanier, Georgia. Yep. Yep. Oh, I just heard about that. I saw TikTok about that. I was like, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, oh no, we should be we shouldn't be angry or, you know, resentful about, you know, how this whole thing's ever been handled or, you know, the fact that it's never been addressed or taught in classes, taught you know, we're going to Yeah, we're going to keep calling it uh, critical race theory and right. uh sweep it in under the rug because it makes white people uncomfortable. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we about done with all that. Yep. We about done with all that. So we will be talking about that cuz come February It'll be before that, but come February, yeah, we got some oh. lineups for y'all. Yeah, <laughs> we're not waiting for February, but definitely in February. Pieces, boy, we're squaring up. You're pulling up. I'll be telling my mom, I'm not hitting with the Migos. Oh, y'all got some pieces coming, bro. Yeah, a lot of colonizers are gonna be mad at the words that come on my mom. 
Uh-oh. So we will be having those conversations here as time goes on. Definitely we'll have some more uh some more guests as well. Mr. Ramey will definitely be back at, with at anytime he's free. He'll be oh, he'll yeah. be able to jump in on these as well. Um and actually I want to take that and go ahead since we already in a serious serious mindset. Let's go ahead and jump into the main topic of the day. And that's toxic masculinity. Okay. Now I'm gonna y'all know me. Y'all know I'm stupid. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this from a different angle. Let's get it. I want to talk about what it is first and where we feel it comes from. How do we feel it came about? But then I want to ask do you think that it's needed? Do you think it needs to be completely removed? And then also, I guess the biggest thing is why does it why does it exist in the first place? So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do some definitions like we always do with anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna throw definitions out first, right? Of course, of course. The definition right. of the word toxic is anything very harmful or unpleasant in a pervasive or insidious way insidious way something that's poisonous something that is completely detrimental to one's health in any manner whether it's mental physical spiritual emotional in any way okay (laughs) now the next word is masculinity by definition masculinity is inequality or attribute regarded as a characteristic of men So when you say toxic masculinity, you're looking at characteristics of men that are very harmful or unpleasant in an insidious or poisonous way. Whether it be to themselves, those around them, the community at large. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, when you hear that term, because we all, we, especially now, we hear it a lot. I'd like you all to go ahead and give me what I guess what triggers in you. What do you think? What do you feel? What is your response just to the word itself? Of the two words. Oh, everybody think I I guess I'll go. Go ahead. Um, I am man. Hear me roar. Society says I must assert my dominance because I am masculine. That's that's what toxic masculinity is. It's basically you not you're not masculine because you're a man. Like you have to do extra things to try to say, yeah, look at me, I'm manly. That's bullshit. Big facts. Yep, drink. Uh-huh. Yep, you know you gotta take a drink when you say some shit like that. <laughs> that's real. That's real. Accent. Like that's basically what it is. It's like, oh, because I'm a man, I need to like be alpha and I need to be dominant. And I mean, I'm not gonna say there's not a such thing as alphas and betas and shit, but who made the concept that somebody had to be an alpha? And if you're not an alpha, then you're a beta. You're this and like, but can I just be a man? Live my life. You know what I'm saying? Like. Why do I need to assert that I'm a man? Now you brought up something 
that I also want to touch on at some point. We can dig deep. If y'all want to, y'all want me to put a pin in it, let me know. We can dig oh, into that later on. Open Pandora's box, bro. <laughs> yeah, crank it. We are in pandemonium. We are in the wilds of pandemonium. This, this is where true. we at. This is where we at. It's literally so, so from a big movie. You got to dig a little deeper. It's a healthy space for it. Like, exactly. I, I, so when you, you brought up that conversation about the alpha male, that whole premise mm-hmm. comes from humans following animals. Exactly. Alphas, they came from the wolf pack mentality. That yep. whole lineup, alpha, beta, that came from the wolf pack mentality. Right. Because Lions don't have alphas. You have the lead of the pack, <laughs> the lead of the pride. He kicks every other male out. That's simple right. as that. That's there is no alpha. You can't even be a male. Right. So, well, And then we also have to look at, also from the other side of it, well, okay, we have to look at like penguins. Let's look at penguins. Right. The, the male carries around the babies yep. and protects them and stuff. It's like, okay, well, what truly then is the, the definition of masculinity and, and its role in society as opposed to the more toxic traits of it like you like you were saying the domineering and having to be the most dominant in every situation well and and also like on the whole it shouldn't be like the the masculinity that's the dominant part it can be a dominant personality it can be a it, the, but the energy is what really makes a big difference about it and unfortunately, like you're talking to a brother who was called gay all through elementary and middle school because I was I'm a musician. Like my my background, I was an opera singer. I was a a, a vocal a training. Hey, well, I'm and, about, you sing opera? Oh, bro, I was with the opera company. It don't oh, matter wow. if you're gay, but oh, you, you see this around here. This ain't just for show. This is all I real. This saying. is real. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, but like that's where it comes from. Like for me, like I. I, I saw it from both sides. I, I grew up on in the theater on the stage. I grew up around every possible type of people, every possible uh, conformation of people, the trans side, the heterosexual side, the homosexual side, like all of it. Like I got to see the diaspora of what we can possibly be if we just get over our bullshit. Right. And then at the same time, I also like I played sports and you get the toxic bullshit there. I was in the military yep. and I'm sorry, I was a, probably a part at some times of the toxic bullshit. Right, I mean, right. it's it's military life, you know, but unfortunately that's also survival. It's kind of like that that safe balance of trying to keep that energy up so you might get it through the next time. Now, fortunately, you know, the integration of our military has really helped a lot of that, especially a lot of men on infantry lines that wouldn't be around women very often. They kind of have to temper that bullshit and right. not act that way because you know this person has to watch your back you can't talk down to them and belittle them like they better be able to keep up that's all you got to worry about and that's the same thing with the trans in the military too it's like you're not really worried about what they're doing in their off-duty time you just want to make sure they can keep up with you and, and light it up so you're saying it's, too much it's it's crazy i know but like I, i've seen it from both it. sides that's the thing like i really feel like and, I, and i've tried with my own son try to give him the balance. Like, you know, it starts out like, well, what color am I allowed to like? Like, you can like whatever the hell color you want. You're five years old. What re- what color do you like today? Purple. Awesome. Purple it is. <laughs> That's the best color. Okay. I like that. Royalty, bro. It's up in my room right now. Regal. And the extension of that, though, is like, how far do you also back off teaching what masculinity is? It's defending right. yourself and standing up for what you believe in. So there are the healthy side of it that we try to teach our children that we're trying to also clean up in ourselves because I'm a, I'm a fatherless son, my damn self, raised by a mom. So masculinity was wherever I saw it. 
So unfortunately, sometimes you get the wrong impression from television, get the wrong impression from movies, comic books, video games. And like, I, I try my best to not put that on my kid. Like, you know, if it hurts, you can cry. It's okay. It's, you know, he's 13 now. So yeah, my boy's going to make fun of me. <sighs> gotta get, oh, yeah, gotta get right. Right. So, but peer at the same pressure. Time, it's like peer pressure. peer pressure, but at the same time, it's like, you don't have to be wrong to that girl. She's another person. You treat her like a human being, like you would want to be treated. And if you don't want somebody to do that to you, don't do it to somebody else. Very simple. Golden rule. Do unto oh, others as you would have. Do unto yourself. So I always had a problem with the, uh, unfortunately it, it kind of pushed me away from uh, a lot of sports teams. Like I, I was the kicker for a football team for my football team in high school. Cause I played varsity soccer. Well, I was made fun of being the Brown guy on the soccer team. You know, you, you catch that at an inner city school, no matter what it's like, I can't like anything I'm allowed to like, because not only do I also have to conform to masculinity rules and I'm in the theater. I also have to deal with race issues on the other side of it all. So do we want to keep stacking this on the next generation? Do we want to keep, all this baggage to keep per perpetuating like we all lived with this we were all smacked around by parents be, be you know don't don't cry don't do this don't it's like at, let's try something a little different i'm really hoping the black community really does embrace some of some of those uh things as well because unfortunately we're a generation of men raised by women unfortunately our our fathers and uncles and brothers and everything been locked up shot at like everybody's had to live in fear you know, let's try a, a, something different with the next generation. Let's embrace some of the things that make us human and frail, but that is also our strength. You know, and not to be on my soapbox. I apologize for stepping on anybody, but like, no, I just, yeah. I just want us to do better in this right. next generation. I, I see what our potential can be. I'm tired of the BS from Washington. I'm tired of the BS from the NFL and all this other stuff. Like, I just, I want us to kind of evolve. I feel like it's time we get the hell past this and evolve. <laughs> I apologize uh, for being the brown man in the room. Ain't, ain't no, ain't no apologies. That's brown bear no talking. Ain't, got, ain't no apologies. <laughs> but yes, um, the first thing that resonated with me when I forgot who said it about the animal thing, um, the animal versus the human race, where we're animals too. We mm -hmm. tend to. If you think think about it like this, the fact that we're animals too, but we put ourselves above animals because we're quote unquote more intellectual, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But just like the animals do, we have our things that we do. No matter what, we still we still pick leaders, mm -hmm. if by blood or by democracy or whatever. Um, another thing is with toxic masculinity, always going to be the pros and the cons of that. Mm -hmm. No matter how you look at, like. There, there is a positive when it comes to toxic mess on, mm -hmm. but the negative outweigh the positive. Is there though? Bye bye. Or is it, there okay. a, a positive I'm, masculinity? The toxic is what makes it negative. Mm -hmm. True, I say it like that. Appreciate you. There right. is positive. Right. There is positive masculinity. Yeah, like the, it is okay to cry. It is. That's one thing that it's okay to cry. But I'm going to tell you something about crying. You don't cry from everybody, regardless. Because they're going to see that as a weakness. They're going to see that as something they can use against you, no matter if it's your best friend or your enemy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it's okay to like what you like. Like he said about his son, like a purple. My, my daughter, she likes green. And then two days later, she's green, blue. Now she's purple and pink. I'm like, my mama did that. Like, 
Purple the best. I color. feel like mm, I may be wrong when I say this, but I feel like millennials are a turning point of trying to fix that area of things that is wrong throughout the generations. Mm-hmm. Millennials and was that the Gen Z, right? I just like we're in that area. Did you know that? Huh? Just we barely, yeah. It starts mm-hmm. in the 80s. We're the OG millennials. We yeah. are yeah. The, the beginning of the millennials. I did not know. I found out like last week that we are. Yeah, I'm like that. The 90 millennials. Are. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But um, is when it comes to think about it, toxic masculinity is is like the the one thing that comes to my mind when I think about that is that to be a man is to hold in your emotions. Right. It's like to be a man, you can't have emotions or show emotions. Mm-hmm. But soon as soon as a man is not showing his emotions or you know not showing that he don't care, there's something wrong with him. Right. We can't let it out. We keep it in, then we kind of let it out. It's something wrong with it. If we keep it in, it's something wrong with it. It's, it's a double edged sword. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I saw a lot uh, in the military. Um, Especially, you know, dealing with tragedy, you know, you get the successes and the failures and you know, some of the unfortunate situations. That I, I honestly felt more comfortable crying in the military than I do, you know, in my general everyday life. Because yeah. unfortunately, part of that tragedy and the balance in, in war and in combat is realizing the, the finality of what it can be. And that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a thing you kind of have to cross into that without any kind of embarrassment because you're going to feel what you're going to feel in that moment. Like if you watch your buddy go down and this is the person you just had lunch with in the chow hall earlier that day, talking about your kids getting ready to go on leave. Yes. Like, man, I cried. I, I, in open and public. And unfortunately in those, it's, it's a something sad that has to happen to bring that out. But like I said, I've, especially that and share, sharing my emotions. Uh, one of the things that's really taught heavily with our mental health in the military is um, it, feel it, opening yourself up. To the people around you and and being a part of that community because unfortunately you uh, you know you you need those people those people are the people you have to rely on you know it's like a marriage you know you're you're in in a bond with these people that a lot of people can't really understand or you can't really explain it but to lose that energy and that bond like it just, it'll shake you to the core and that's part of the whole thing is like being able to like in, in this kind of environment, getting to talk to you guys and, and stuff like that. Uh, I'm a brother that's been trapped in the house for two years. I've been taking care of my kids. I was on furlough from work. I get to, this is the first time I really get to talk to humans in this kind of setting in a long time. Right. So, you know, these kind of interactions are extremely important, especially for men. I think that's one of the things uh, I know Ray and I, or Panda and I talked about years and years ago was being able to, to talk openly with other people about what you're going through and being a part of that mix. But that's where, you know, like you said, the toxic part of it is, is trying to keep that stoicism and keeping it right. locked up inside when it, it'll eat away at you and it comes out in other unfortunate ways, which we see that happen mm-hmm. every day with mental health issues on the street. Mm-hmm. So thanks for the, the open forum for all you brothers and, and getting a, a chance to talk and, and have these conversations. Cause I think this is important yeah. for all of our community. No doubt. No doubt. And it's like you all, everything you all are saying is 100% why I felt like we need to go ahead and touch on this conversation. Um, Not so much for us, but it helps us, the five of us here. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. for us, but it was more so just to get it out there so other people can hear this conversation by individuals who have to deal with it 
on the daily basis. Man. It's like, it's not just, and I think sometimes it gets misconstrued that, oh, it's only the people that it's being perpetrated towards that feel the after effects of toxic masculinity. You know what I mean? Or the negative effects of it. We as men feel the negative effects of it on the daily basis because one, we're always thinking, okay, was that a toxic thing that I just did? Mm-hmm. Was that, you know what I'm saying? If you do something, we all are human. We're going to do something bad. We're going to mess up. We're going to make a mistake. We're going to have an argument with somebody. We're going to snap off at somebody, you know, just general things. We got, we had a bad day. We got snippy. We snapped. Okay. Now, well, wait, was that toxic masculinity? Was I, was I being toxic? Was I just upset? Like all those other things that we have to, those pinpricks, as I call them, that we have to deal with on a emotional and, and spiritual level. And then it's like, on top of that, it's like, wait a minute. Now I'm also a black male, <laughs> which as its own level of toxicity. Yeah. Every culture has their own level of it within their culture and it's like okay not only am i now not allowed to cry but if i cry y'all remember back in high school you see somebody crying they just get hit in the shoulder oh yeah mm-hmm. Nah, mm-hmm. my school wasn't like that my school didn't like that <laughs> shoot <laughs> around these parts yep yep definitely <laughs> definitely know that one you know mm-hmm. something like it was stuff like that this is like are oh, you being weak like like uh, Nick was saying, I was, I was also in theater. I did theater, but then I also wrestled, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. in other senses, like people will always want to, especially, especially certain sports. You, y'all brought up the NFL earlier, and that's a huge one. Yeah. That and basketball, I think, are two of the biggest perpetrators in sports of toxic masculinity. Oh, um, yeah. Be, just because there's such a big hype to be what's quote unquote called manly. Mm hmm. You know, oh, you're you have to you have to perform at a certain level. You have to act a certain way. You gotta you drink Bud Light. You gotta right. You gotta right. get it. You yeah, gotta exactly. get it. I want to read that one. <laughs> nah, but exactly. I think I think it is the to- the toxic masculinity is worse. I think honestly, is it? If I don't know if any of y'all went to all all boys Catholic high schools growing up. Yeah. Uh, nah. No, that's crazy. Nah, bro. That's that that. This is why I don't fuck with a lot of masculine things as it is a lot, a lot of times. I mean, you brought up basketball. I mean, I went um, to Sigmund High School for boys in the Bronx. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a lot of. It was it was it was rough. I mean, the basketball players, people doing like homophobic stuff or touching people's butts and shit. It mm-hmm. was just not friendly. Like I avoided gym class. I was big. I was big and fat back then. So, I mean, I'm big and fat now, but. Um, <laughs> I'm probably okay. I'm probably at my high school. Yeah, I'm probably at my high school weight now. I, I need to get back into shape. But that that's another topic for another day. But <laughs> but honestly, honestly, I hated high school. I mean, I, I really did. I mean, I got along with everybody, but it's just like I hated gym class. You always making yeah. fun of me being fat and shit. And I mean, I was smart, you know, I didn't take no shit. I didn't fight anybody or anything, but it was just like, you know, just like people like and even you say something even semi-homophobic. I'm from, this is like late 90s New York. So I mean, oh, yeah. Shit. Really? That's yeah. what it was. Pre-gentrification was Times Square. The only difference was I was in Brooklyn instead of the Bronx. Like, oh, I, I was in the Bronx. Yeah, Bronx was bad. I mean, Bronx, Bronx is always bad, but yeah. that, that particular era, man, like, I mean, I graduated 8th grade in 98. I got out. Mm-hmm. 
my high school class was the first high school class to graduate after 9-11. So that's just, I'm, I'm, I'm showing my age right now. I'm definitely showing my age. But yeah. talking about Madison Lennon Lee, I saw it a lot in high school, and it really stunned me socially. I'm, I'm not going to even lie. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Like, I couldn't really do anything, and mentally I just was not in a great place. I'm looking back now. I mean, I played video games and shit, but honestly, I was like, I went from like going to the all boys and girls school from like grade one to eight. Then I'm then then in New York, like I mean, anybody in New York knows the better high schools are the Catholic are the Catholic high schools. At least it was mm-hmm. back then. I, I don't know how it is now, but I didn't go to those. Though. I went to the bad ones. Like I went to St. Now the Bronx was not bad. I mean, I went to St. Raymond's. I think Aquinas was good. Girls was Spelman, but that was co-ed. That's the one I wanted to go to. My mom was like, nope. <laughs> My mom was like, nope. You're not going to a co-ed school. But I was like. Until she wanted me to go to Rice, but that that unfortunately closed. Many alumni came out of that high school. For they never saved that high school. But again, that's another story for another day. But you know, y'all talking about masculinity just got me in my head a lot because honestly, toxic masculinity ruined a lot of shit for me. Yeah, I mean, there's certain family ones I don't even fuck with right now because of toxic masculinity growing up. Like, mm-hmm. give me, I'll give you an example because y'all talking about toxic masculinity. We haven't talked about like. Family spreading rumors and shit about people being gay. I had an oh, uncle. Of mine. Yeah. I, let me. I'm gonna bring this up. I had an uncle who, because I was in high school, I went to an old boys school. I didn't date. I wasn't in a relationship. Honestly, mentally, I wasn't into. I was. I have to admit this now. I'm almost forty. I hate to admit this. It took me to my sophomore year of college to get over an eighth grade crush. I'll be honest. Hmm. Like it it's took, okay. It took, you are not the only one. Bro, I still love my eighth grade crush. What are you talking about, bro? You were not the only one, bro. Nah, I see. I didn't know that back then. So, like, I'm just I just like, how many boys to men songs have been sung to eighth grade crushes in this room I right now? Like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Oh, oh, yeah. Shoot. My seventh grade crush. I, I had that on. Um, hey, lover, one. I wanted to do some shit like that. Oh, like, uh, hey, lover. Now, I wanted to do shit like that. Like, I saw you with your name. Style and huh, a coach bag in your hand. Oh, that, 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 was, that, yeah, that, I wanted to do that so bad, but I, like I said, I was just a jabroni. You can't go wrong with LL, bro. Yeah, you can't. Nah, I didn't I to... <laughs> <laughs> nah, but getting back to my, getting back to my point, like I had an uncle of mine, he used to say, me and another one of my cousins were gay because we weren't dating girls when we were high school. Mm. Age. He was like, well, y'all gay, uh, y'all f words. I'm not gonna say that word because we we're yeah. more adult we know, here. We know what you're saying. Yeah. Those who know, no, I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't like I said. I never really messed with him, and then kind of did my sister dirty a little bit. I don't know mm. if they make up or not. I know they, I know, she, I know he's been a little bit more helpful. But like I said, that's probably one of the main reasons I started drifting from my family because mm. the uncles, him especially. I had another uncle who was like disabled, but. Um, like I said, I don't really talk to him, and I don't know. Like I said, my family's been kind of rough this year. A lot of my aunts have passed. My mom passed mm-hmm. almost 15, 12, 13 years ago. My aunt just recently passed. My favorite aunt, my mm-hmm. mom's when she just recently passed about two two months ago. So honestly, like I don't really my, like my mother's side of the family is gone, like just mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. But the toxic masculinity, it was worse in my high school. Like, and I, I know I've just said on this podcast, I've had fun in high school. You know, we just had jokes, we like, like the game burns and stuff, had a lot of nerdy people. But the toxic masculinity, no matter what environment, it's always it's always popped up. 
Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what it is, what you do. Like my, like I said, my high school is mostly just. I mean, we had our jocks, you had our athletes. I mean, shit, we had people playing Magic the Gathering after school. Hell, I used to organize Mario Kart Game Boy Advance tournaments after school. So nice. shit, <laughs> got some deep <laughs> references there. Hell yeah, right. I ain't mad. Listen, we was playing Yu Gi Oh. I wish we was playing Mario Kart. <laughs> in my high school, I was organizing yeah, tournaments back then. Kart. So, with the, with I, I thought I had my cars by my school, like, my, you, should, you said the magic bird. You know how I get when you say you get. Hey, listen, that's what we <laughs> were doing, though. And I, was, now, my, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I was a bad kid, bro. I stole Sujin and then sold it back to him the next day. Dang. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I did, my, school mostly, <laughs> my school was mostly Magic the Gathering. I, I would have probably still played that, but it was just too expensive to keep up with them cards. Oh, yeah. I, yeah like, I was, in, I was in, tar- I was in um, Target today. I was looking at a, um, a pack, waiting, waiting in line. A pack, uh, like, a, like, one pack of them was $5. I'm like, no. I wouldn't even pay $5 <laughs> back then. I wouldn't pay $5 for a Magic the Gathering card. I'm like, I know Pokemon cards yeah. coming back and coming back in the sun. I mean, you can't even get more than five packs at a Target now. I'm like, damn. Yeah, they're, they're going yeah, crazy. Let me I got a charge out of here and didn't know it. I had a when they first dropped, and I sold it for five hundred. And now that thing worth like five thousand. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those OG uh, cards are, are worth. But I was, you know, I was younger. Hey. Wow, honey, y'all gonna give me five hundred for this? Nah, I was mad. I was mad like when we were cleaning out my house in New York when my, when my dad was selling it. I yeah. found my poke. I found my Pokemon cards. The OG said, but it was it. I collected most of the Team Rocket cards, and they were water damaged. I was oh, so pissed. Dang. I was so pissed. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, damn. I could have used yeah, that as a down payment. Charizard card, Burger King, somewhere. Oh, that's he, he, I keep that one. That might be worth some money. That's, that's yeah. a rarity. Yeah, and, you know, those All special right, so real quick, real quick, just to just to bring it back in. Yeah, sorry so <laughs> two things I want to touch on that you all have touched on. Um, the whole the whole animal analogy that I started with, and then Infamous ran awesome? with it, and then Nick jumped on it. Everybody kind of touched on it a little bit. Yeah. One thing about the human race, correction about certain cultures i'm just gonna leave it at that mm-hmm. they like mm-hmm. to pick and choose what they pull from nature or from anything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and in this particular situation the term of alpha and beta as being the most masculine and de- i am i am the man i am the one to control it all in the in the wolf does yeah. anyone know where the alpha actually stands? In the middle. Back. Of number, in the middle. Of number the number back. Oh, what, oh I thought it was the middle. To protect in the back of the pack. And back. watch everybody else. Make sure yeah, nobody's exactly. far behind. Good infamous just said. He stands at the very back because he knows if anybody comes up from behind them, yep. that's where they're going to attack. Exactly. He knows that he left his second in command at the, at top. the front. Exactly. So the you got is the, one the regular, the betas in the front, mm-hmm. technically. You yeah, have the elderly smart. and the kids in the middle. Yep. And he's at the back. Which means a true alpha watches, watches. Mm-hmm. more than he talks. Well, first of all, they, they put the terminology uh, alpha. That's what phrase come from. They didn't, they didn't say don't go look at. There's a reason there's an alpha. 
in in the wolf pack. There's a reason there's a beta. Like they took the terminology but didn't apply what it actually what is it for. meant. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh yeah, you know I'm the alpha. I'm the number one. First of all, if that's the case, then only one person can be the can be an alpha. Right. When right. you take alpha male as a general term, yeah, well that guy's an alpha because he moves like this. What if, by saying that now you can't say nobody else is an alpha? Right. Because True. That that's what that is. But that's how people vote for president too. Like they, they that's why we had the last four years we had. Yep. I mean, it's not much better at the moment. We're still working on that part. Listen, so oh my goodness. But yeah, that's what the you can see the improper application. We also see it a lot also when they were trying to uh the phrenology, the study of the human head and the shapes Mm -hmm. and trying to say that we weren't intelligent or the bullshit. That you know, we we our pain thresholds are different. Like the, you see that even in yeah. science, where they've tried to call it this pseudoscience crap because it's diminishing of what other people are going through. Right. So you know, yeah, they've been trying to equate this nonsense in a scientific way, like it's a real thing. It's like no, they're just personalities that are more domineering and like to be in the middle and have attention. There's also yeah. people that are running the show from behind the scenes with, with plenty of and the most cars. Right. Yes, <laughs> and those the yes. more man so yeah that that sort of situation uh is that's one thing that i think this has led into where we are right now uh as i stated (laughs) as i said it last time it's a very eurocentric mindset Mm -hmm. oh yeah bottom line Mm -hmm. and i think that the sooner the rest of the cultures of the world, including us, realize that and go back to our own thought processes. I think the quicker we can, all this will disband. Right. I think that'd because, be a big help. Yeah. I mean, think about it. It's every, possible. Every, every culture that's considered quote unquote a minority, right? Every culture is considered mm-hmm. a minority, which technically we're not the minority. We're if not. you really think about it, we're not. Um, there are more brown people in the world than anything else. Just putting it out there. We're, we're waiting on 2040, 2045, where it's supposed to be parody, where yeah. they're supposed to be like, uh, there is no more one minority. single class of people yeah. here. We're, we're a melting pot. South so Park. everybody, everybody keep sleeping with everybody. Love one another. Let's let's keep it right. positive, right? Spread love with the Brooklyn way. 2040. Who's the guy named from the other post? Huh? From the other, um, thing. Keep doing a good job. Talking about he on the white Oh, wow. He's doing a good job, man. Teddy. High five from Pandemonium. Yes. <laughs> man. But, uh, but yeah, like the, the, the ability to, for us to understand and not fall into. The a Eurocentric way of thinking, or better yet, to pull ourselves out of it, is I think a a strong turning point. Mm-hmm. Um, the conversation I've had a lot of times, and I know me and you've had this before, Nick, and me. I think Infamous and Folk have had it too, where black males have a problem working together mm. because there has to be a alpha, quote unquote. Somebody gotta be in charge. Or somebody got to be able to get, everybody has to be able to get something out of it versus mm-hmm. being for the community. Right. right. Like, yeah, me and Vocab can't work together at all. Dog. 
should nope. have been raised on is a community. Mm-hmm. Every other... I'm sure each of you have seen this. Down the street from you, a certain family bought the house. Next thing you know, it's six other family members in the house. Now they own three other houses on the block. Mm-hmm. Everybody got a badass car. Everybody got two whips. And now they bought the street across from them. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what like, you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do, but that's one thing we don't do. Now, we all say we know it, but yep. don't none of us do it. Nope. Well, and it, you, you're starting to see a lot more of it in the upper echelons of earning. Like, there's a lot more collaboration. Right. But unfortunately, like something simple, like this is going to sound crazy. Every, all, each one of us, we work our butts off, put away ten thousand dollars. We decide we're going to buy a strip mall. That way we own the property. And then like that, that's kind of how it's supposed to work. But unfortunately the, this era of competition, like I got to do it myself. This mm-hmm. uh, honestly, like I, I didn't personally grow up like that. It was always like the, like I said, the theatrical side or, or even the sports team side or military side. It's like, we don't get anywhere unless we're working together. And right. you see in public life though, that it's, everybody's been pushed so hard against each other. And now social media doesn't help that at all. Right. It, unfor- unfortunately, oh, yeah. we should be building together is what really should be happening. I'm really hoping we're starting to make that turn, especially as people are getting into this more like freelance culture where they're actually controlling more of their money. They're not getting swept up in so much of the, the corporate stereotyping mm-hmm. of life. But I'm hoping we're getting past some of that. I'm seeing it more in rich people, but I'm, I'm hoping we get to see it more at our level where we can kind of play in the game a little bit, too. So yeah. that's one thing I think came out of the freaking pandemic is the fact more and more people are being their own boss. A lot mm-hmm. of more people are doing side hustles, starting their own business yep. to the point where if you go to any fast food, no for fa- I know for fact in Georgia, there's about every fast food restaurant got a nine hire sign. Yep. Oh yeah. And yeah. they got how much you're gonna make an hour. Mm-hmm. I've seen a McDonald's talk about you can start with 14, 13 hour. I'm like I saw 17 no. uh, an hour up the street from my house the other day. Yep. Wow. Amazing. I couldn't believe it. I was like, that is way too high. For, <laughs> right. <laughs> made 16, you think for a minute. 16, I was going to say, 16 year olds don't need $17 an hour. Good Lord. But at the same time, I'm like, if you're working those hours, though. $17 an hour at a McDonald's, yo fucking ice cream machine better, better work. be fire. <laughs> it should work every day of the week. Sir, with the swirl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey. The ice cream machine better tell me what I want before I get there. <laughs> you want to talk to It's got an app you can punch right in. Right. Now, but um, I wanted to say uh, on this topic, like, it was really important for us to talk about it specifically because uh, Shorty just sent me a text. Well, she sent me a text when we first started the, the podcast. But she said to mm-hmm. me, she said, and I'm going to read it word for word. He said, I like this type of subject. I would like to know how men see it and their opinion about it. It's a subject that's very touched from a female perspective, but little is heard from men endorsing it or even considering it as important in regards to the fact that we were talking about toxic masculinity today as our main topic. Gotcha. And before we even start talking about it, like what she opened up the... Mm-hmm. The stream and saw that was the topic. She's like, "Yeah, I want to see what men have to say about this." Well, I'm. I, well, I mean, I, I don't know if 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 uh, I can be open for a moment, but I came from an abusive home. Uh, my dad mm-hmm. was was extremely abusive to myself and my brother and sister and my mom, and um, 
it was something that my introduction, much like yours with the school and everything, like your early childhood development on what a man is, a man's going to hurt me. Like that's what my perspective was starting out. So unfortunately that in the back of your mind, I mean, and of course, you know, you find ways to fight through it and grow from that and stuff. But I mean, when your first impression's that, well, shit, your whole life is toxic at that point. Just trying to figure out how to unravel that hot mess from a person that was just broken and destroying a family. With no one to talk to. Right. Because it wasn't what isn't it isn't manly to talk right. about it. Exactly. Right, right, you know, right. You know. That makes sense. That makes and total that, and that's sense. That's the thing. Uh I feel that women have more support emotionally growing up mm-hmm. than boys do. I'll agree with that. Oh yeah, you know they have they they can go talk they they have their girls' nights where they mm-hmm. they everybody talks about what's going on and why they feel this way. And this dude did this to me, so I feel this way. Or how, how should I handle this? This, that, and the other. I mean, I got lucky. I was lucky enough to have certain individuals that I could could go talk to that I felt mm-hmm. safe talking to. I'll be honest, Nick was one of those people for me. Oh well, like, thanks, I felt no problem, bro. Like I felt as when my youth, okay, like y'all go back, I had bro. to talk. Oh, we go way, uh, way back. Okay. Like my little homie back. back. I gotta ask you. Do you go as far back as Panda wearing the floor as far back? Oh yeah, bro. Oh yeah, going to dance club with him. Yeah, way before that. Way before that. Before he had facial hair way back. Yeah, him and his little brother tag teaming around, occasionally getting a ride oh, home yeah, from we, the museum. Back this for you later on. Oh, word, word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, Oh, that's funny, man. That's yeah. good. That well, I appreciate that. Like, I, I felt that I felt that you were somebody that was open and receptive to talking to, especially if you're, you know, gosh, I'm 40 right now. Uh, so let's see, how old are you? What are you? Uh, 35? I'm only 36. 36. I guess it's not as much. I guess oh, it seemed like more when I was like a grown man and you were like right. a little kid in <laughs> middle like, school and high 30 school. 30 is a different situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit that 30. It comes It comes at you. Oh, and that fedora. I'm pretty sure I was at that place with the fedora when we went yeah, out that were. night. That you picture is probably right. from one of our going out nights back when we used to go dance at the club. <laughs> yep. 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 Well, I'm trying to impress them it. ladies. <laughs> I will not be surprised. Man. All right. Oh. All right. Enough about that. Enough about yeah, that. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. But yeah, like that, that's the thing though. But having those spaces and a lot of us and our youth, we don't, even today, like a lot of young boys don't have that open space to mm-hmm. not feel like they're going to be judged the next day. You know, like, um, you were talking about your son, you know, I don't, I don't want to cry in front of my boys, you know, and this is like, yeah, you got your boys, but your boys aren't going to talk about this stuff with you at that age because they're in the same boat as you. That's right. You know, so unless you happen to bond because you both went through the same scenario or, you know what I mean? Something mm-hmm. like that happened where, you know, it's safe to open up to this person. You've got nobody. So you close that up, you bottle that up, you find outlets, whether it's sports, whether it is a toxic release point of whatever it may be, whether it's your gaming or whatever, whatever the case may be, you try to find a way to release that. But until you actually come to grips with the only way this is going to work is actually talking it out. Mm -hmm. And most of us don't hit that until we're at at least 20 at a minimum. We've screwed over so many people's lives by the time oh, yeah. we're 20. 
Well, like, think about the amount of the conversations you've had with females. I didn't jack some lives up. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think that's one of the things. Like, I try to turn it on my, uh, with my son. I try to turn it on the, on our ear. Like, I, I do it as a part of our, our bodily care. We go out for our, we call it dude's day. We get a mm-hmm. little breakfast. We go out, get our fades cleaned up. You know, a little time in the barbershop, get to talk with the guys, you know, you know, and And we have some real like exactly. And and that was the thing that I always wanted as a kid. We were always too poor to go to a barbershop. And uh, my mom was white and didn't understand the barbershop meant to the black community. So, <laughs> oh um, boy, I, hey, yeah. I love my mom. Love my mama, but experience. It's not just it a is. Cut, bro. It is. It's, it's so true. And I didn't realize that until it's way, way later, way later. Right, but, like, right. but we talk about real stuff. Like, I'm like, okay, first and foremost, we're in this car. We're on our way to, to our dudes day. Uh, it's an open forum. And if occasionally you need to say one swear word, you get two in the car and then we don't do it again. Cause sometimes you got to say, damn, like, man, no, damn, yeah, daddy. Yeah. And he's 13. Yeah. So I don't want him to say the F word in the wrong place. Like freaking yeah. Mark. No, 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 no. Hold up. Hold up. We got to fix your street cred here, bro. You, you, you can't. Yeah. So, so it, it's a, it's yeah. a growth and cleaning experience. Like you need to right. clean out your emotions. You need, so you what's going on in your life? You got to, are you talking to a girl? Are you talking to a boy? I don't know what's going on in your life. I'm just trying to be Supported, you know, and, both. And, uh, hey, hey, what am I? Be Polly, hey, who knows? What am I going to say? I mean, shit, it's 2021. We're, we're not past racism yet, so I, I, I'm lost. I'm lost. <laughs> we, we never will be. Oh, uh, bruh, tell me. But so, like, as a part of our cleaning process, that's important. So, right. like, I try to, I try to make mm-hmm. sure, like, say what you need that. to say. If you can't say it in front of your mama, it's okay. But if we're gonna talk, we're right here. I do the same thing for my girls too, though. We've had the good touch, bad touch talk. I'm like, if you need to talk to me, we'll go out. We have our daddy daughter day, and we go, you know, we get you squared away with whatever you're needing to do or whatever. But like, you can talk to me if if you're not comfortable talking to anybody else. Talk to me, and I, I'll at least try to hear you out and help you out. Right. I love yeah. it. I love it. You're a good dad. Uh, I tried, man. My dad was shit. Whew. I had a template for the wrong thing. Might as well try something different, right? I hear that. I mean, <laughs> but that's the one thing that, that. Is, catch that a lot of people don't catch that. That right there. But Hunter, what is one thing we always say? Learn from everything you do. Mm-hmm. Even that's if it's the bad thing. Yeah. Like with my siblings, I'm the oldest of six. <sighs> and man. like I always feel like my goal was always to try to be a a template for them to follow, you know what I mean? So they had they had a, a goal line at least. I don't want them to not have nothing, you know. Right, right. And so, like, I right. did my best as I could with high school and college. College, mm-hmm. I fell off. I'm not gonna lie, I fell off in college, but they all went, you know what I'm saying? They all mm-hmm. graduated the top of their class in high school, higher than me, and I was number four. Like, hey, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they all came That's out cool. in high came to college and like dominated. It's like I'm gonna leave with a three eight. I'll be back later to finish this. Like yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like they did stuff like that. I, I, I barely made it out with a two oh, but the point was I made it out. Right, right. <laughs> I still you still gotta call me doctor, damn it. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so with that being the case, it's a but it, it even in the things that I did wrong, and it took my brother telling me that one day. He was like, Look, I know you feel like you messed up a lot, but even in your mess ups. I have to say thank you because yeah, in you messing you. up, right. I learned yeah. not to do that and go down that path mm-hmm. or what could happen if I follow that path. Right. Right. You know, and it's just like Nick was saying, like, those are, those are things that for the listeners, I want you all to keep that in mind. Like everything is a learning opportunity, whether it's positive or negative, no, the negative ones don't feel as good. 
Mm, but facts. as long as you learn something from it, it was not a waste of your time. Uh, that whole conversation about people and relationships, you know, kind of a quick, quick detour, but oh, it was it was a waste of my time. It was a waste of my time being with this person or that person. No, you gained valuable insight into you, your psyche, your emotional support and stability and your emotional and physical needs. If you gained any of that information, it was a positive experience. And you move on that way. The next time it's a better situation for you. Amen. You know, so it's all about learning. You, you can you can look at anything negative any day of the week. You don't have to, though. You don't have to. So please keep that in mind as we you know, say as we're going through all of this. But that's just one of those things. Um, I got a question. So, Nick, have you seen Rising of the Shield Hero? I have not. Oh, I, uh, I if I'm gonna be on this show, I got to get up on my anime game. Uh, that's I, fine. That's I, fine. I, I'm a Star Trek <laughs> I'm nerd. I'm transitioning into the anime realm. I'm trying to like my brother-in-law is really big into it. I've seen the essential ones, Akira, one of my absolute okay. favorites, uh, Ghost in the Shell, like the classics. You know the, okay, the, okay, the pillars okay. of it. But I haven't been as involved. Uh, I think I, I've watched Gundam Wing. Uh, some of the, some of the more obscure the things. The, some of the, the OG, OG stuff. Stuff. Right, right, right. But so like, no, the, I'm watching Infamous feel, over here. I would say, feel free to send me links. I will learn. Uh, I want good recommendations. I love good stories. I'm a cyberpunk nerd, okay. so I'm a big fan of that. You're gonna blow your phone up. You might need. To- oh boy, he's like a lot of guys. <laughs> I'm gonna be coming on here just like mind blown by some of these stories because I know how big and dense some of these stories are. Oh, yeah, nice. Every crying, every Mickey, I'm a big fan of this. The North Star, oh, yeah. He named it all the old oh, oh, That's what I'm saying. He knows his stuff. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I'm bring this up to the, the group. And I'm, so for the rest of you who've seen it, I'll give you a general Nick. The guy is sent to another world, Sinaseki, and he becomes one of the four main heroes. He's the shield hero. Mm-hmm. You got a sword, bow, spear, and then the shield. The shield is the most hated of the heroes. Hated, but they do this man so dirty. dirty. When I say it's there is one character, if I put her picture up, everyone in here would start booing and throwing something at their cameras. Bro, I mean, he's a hoe, bro. (laughs) (laughs) What you mean? To the point that like her actual name got changed to the B word by the end of the show. Literally in the show. In the show, that was her name. In the show, it's canon. Like. Wow. Well, damn. That's some shade. She got two names. Well, she got you got to make me break my screen. <laughs> two names. Don't forget the second name. Yeah, no. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to give him too much. He got to. He got to watch it. Oh it's yeah. It's a very good storyline though. Shit was it's the second name. Storyline. <laughs> was it? But, I might have checked this out. I mean, you can call people names. I'm all about that. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got to watch. You got to watch it. It's great. It's great. Yeah, but, and Full Metal Alchemist, but that's another story. And Full, uh, Metal, Full Alchemist. Metal Alchemist. Oh, yeah, yeah that's a good. One. You got some names. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the reason I brought it up is because in talking about toxic masculinity and talking about masculinity be, and in contrast and in comparison, 
Do you all feel, those who have watched the show, do you feel that he de- he defined toxic masculinity no. or just masculinity? Just masculinity. Just masculinity? Yeah, I don't yeah, think he I don't, was treated toxic. But I, think, I, yeah, I, I feel like that was the most masculine. What about when he went specifically to search for a slave? And his only yeah, reason for having to. that slave was what? To fight for him. Exactly. I'm going to use you. I'm Wait, going what? to I'm going to force you to do what I want to do. Okay, but this is this is my thing with that. Even mm-hmm. though that was his intention, the the heart that he did have, he never made her do something that would cause harm to her. Period. Exactly. Like he still looked out for her best interest the whole time, no matter how mad they or whatever happened. Make giving her a better life than she would. Everybody, hey, 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 how's it going? She just woke up. <laughs> I give it up for the intro of this show. Right on. Okay. Appreciate. So that and that's kind of what I what I wanted to get at was that's kind of the reason I brought that up is because I feel that certain traits, certain actions are seen as toxic, hmm. right? Even though the person is not toxic. Right. He, you know what I'm saying? Whether they're being masculine or not. The trait can be seen as negative, but it doesn't have to be toxic. I think that's what I was meant to say. That's exactly. the better word. It can be a negative trait, toxic not toxic. Masculinity. That's a, that's a know, tough line to walk, too. It, it is. is. It's a, it's it a is. great line. It's a great it line. Because as, as a man, as a man I can say, okay, I... Okay, so for me, as a husband, as a uh, the man in a relationship, my goal, my responsibility myself is to provide mm-hmm. yeah, provide for my family provide for my woman provide for my kids it is also to protect you know what I'm saying i should be the first line of defense if anything goes down those are the two main things that i feel i am responsible for mm-hmm. partially from rearing partially because it's just it's what i was raised in you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's who, who i am some of it's instinctual too and instinctual exactly exactly so in doing that i may say i'll give you this i'll give you this (laughs) did it it freeze no 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 no, no, no. i had to think about it i had to think about it "Ah." no um if i ask my lady to stand on the we're walking down the street and I have her stand on the inside. That's now you all know what that means. I would mm-hmm. fight you if you didn't. <laughs> but you all know what that means. Mm-hmm. You all know why yeah. I say that. Oh people, I yeah, I got cursed out one time about that. I got cursed out one time. What? I got cursed out one time when I was with a female friend. It was like, why are you like yeah. like but she's not my girlfriend? But like, that's still your female friend. You should have let I was like. Yeah, I didn't know. I legit did not know that. I did not know that. There's an older gentleman pointed out. She's like, I was like, huh? Right, but it was an older gentleman. The lady never said anything. Just made made, made, was mad. Yeah, some of them don't know why you do it, but we know. Yeah, we know. We you gotta do it. So then they get they start they argue with us about that, and it's like it has nothing to do with you being weaker than me. 
it is just a protective thing. It's an instinctual right. thing. Danger can come oh. from this direction. I want to make sure I'm there to take care of that. <laughs> Instinctually, I appreciate your existence in my life, and I'm trying to prevent anything negative from happening. From happening. That's kind of how I explain it. It's, yes. it's not the toxic way. It's more like, a look, I, I find value in you being near me, and I would never want anything bad to happen to you. Exactly. So if I have to go first, I'm okay with going first if you're exactly. still here. I'd rather it be me than you. So, right. I mean, and you if she so decided she was going to do the same me. thing. Okay, so go ahead. Sir? So, no, no, not like that. So when he was like, the woman was like, you think I can protect myself or whatever you said? Yeah. Like that double stand or that that mm -hmm. fight for equality that women do is very triggers me. They right, want to be yeah. treated so equal in certain aspects, but once they get the treatment, they want to be like, well, I'm a woman. And that, that that that's that's like a that's that's a little trigger because I was dating a girl, mm -hmm. and like at the time we we had like basically the same job, and she hit me up. I had just paid my rent. She was still staying with friends, so she didn't really have to pay rent. So she hit me up after I want to go get something to eat. I'm like, sure. We went out, and like she looked at me. Hey, I'm like. You, we now mind you, we've been there for a while. It's been times like we switched off or whatever. Right. And I'm thinking like you asked, like you was gonna pay or whatever. You, you invited me. You invited me. Yeah, exactly. So when I said you want me to pay, she was like, like she slid it to me. I was like, I don't mind. I pay, even though you know I was at the point where like I was kind of close. But yeah, even when I go out with other people and I know somebody's gonna pay, I don't ever get exactly what I want. Can I get something like you know cheaper? Or whatever? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so she was like, "Oh, you're the man. You're supposed to pay." I'm like, "I'm supposed to pay," and she's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "But you, we just had this talk about you know tit for tat, so we can get money together and do what we plan on." But she's like, "Well, you know, I'm talking to my friends and feel like I shouldn't be doing this and that." I'm like, "Well, you should date friends then." Like we literally broke up after that. I paid, yeah. I still paid <laughs> but we yeah. didn't after that. Back. We had an understanding. We we knew what we had going on. And you're letting the outside source, you know, mess with that. Influence. Like, don't ask for something you don't want. Right. That, that, well, that, I'm going to get on like some people's nerves right now. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead, dog. Look at this meme. I, I was reading this meme earlier. I'm going to put it in the screen, and then I'm going to read it to y'all. Y'all want to be married and don't split the bills, but get a divorce and want half your shit. Yep. Uh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That it, it definitely. You want to be married, but don't pay for nothing. But then when you get a divorce, you want half this shit. How that work? How that works? Sweat. How sweat? You, what did you put into that? Yep. How, and and like, I get you ain't got. I get the argument. Hold on, and I get the. You, you I get the point today. I get the point too. I get the point too. But I, I get the conversation of you know well. I, I was there mentally and emotionally and physically, yes, but so was he. Regardless of how much and I got friends for that, I got families for that. If, if, no matter how much emotional injury you think he did not put into it, he still had to put it into it because you were there every day. Right. He still had to interact with you on the daily basis. So there was some level of emotional energy that was used every day. Now, this goes into a whole different conversation because I feel that the 
and I, I think I've talked to y'all about this before. My my whole premise with the energy is sick. Everything is cyclic. Mm-hmm. All energy is cyclic, and everybody has a certain level of battery for emotional, spiritual, and physical energy, um, or intellectual. I call it intellectual energy, intellectual, spiritual, and uh, emotional. Everybody's batteries are different levels. Everybody has a different, but everybody it's a hundred percent, and it, everybody's is different. Me personally, I have I have a large emotional battery. I can sit there. I'm an empath. I can sit there and keep everybody in the room running on a hundred percent. And I will still have 50 to 60% left when I get home. However, if I don't get to recharge that battery, when I get home, when I go out tomorrow and have to deal with that same room of 50 people that I'm giving them all that energy because they don't have it. Or I'm helping all these other individuals. As you all know, most of my background is nonprofit organization and you know, curriculum development and working with kids and stuff like that, or customer service in general. Anybody who's worked customer service knows that each person that you deal with on a daily basis take a little bit of your emotional battery with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Every time. And if you do not have a large emotional battery. battery, you cannot make it. Yep. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And if you find somebody to date or to be with who does not have the ability to recharge that battery energy that you need, that is going to fail eventually. That is yep. just my personal belief. Whatever your key one is, for me, it's emotion. You know what I mean? For some people, mm-hmm. it's their spiritual battery that's more important to them. Mm-hmm. Others, it's their intellectual battery. Mm-hmm. And I get that, you know, but whatever is your key battery, or if you're equal among all of them, you want to make sure you find somebody who has that same battery pack <laughs> as you because you they have to be able to recharge preferably some of your xbox uh rechargeable batteries would be fantastic exactly. if, if, if she's got those it's it's on <laughs> whatever my girl kicked my butt in street fighter so i'm cool she did oh, it was hilarious <laughs> it was hilarious <laughs> my girl beat me in mortal kombat two weeks ago so <laughs> uh, shit, nice see yeah but you don't play Mortal Kombat though so you got an excuse <laughs> What's your excuse? Dude, Man, dude, she, she's I'm a, a, she's an OG Street Fighter. No, she's an OG, she, bro. She, she, she like, what, who does she use? Uh, she her preference it's either Baraka or Ch- or Chun Li. Oh, she OG, bro. She she was some work. And then it's Melina and it's Melina on Mortal Kombat. But I'm on even footing there. You know, we we try to chop it up a little bit more. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I definitely feel what you're saying. <laughs> like, especially in relationships, Sorry. like the, the meme was fantastic because like it kind of points out the 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 the, the imbalance, like the double standard. And like uh, uh infamous was saying, like, you know, how how can you expect all of this to, to come together if both parties aren't invested in it? Like that's really mm-hmm. the biggest thing that that I get from it, uh, especially like in my marriage, like we went through a lot, especially over the last couple of years of trying to, of adjusting, you know, what mm-hmm. the dynamics of our relationship are. Like I was the the sole breadwinner, like she was working in childcare for a long time and then like transitioned into a really great job where she actually was getting recognized and kicking some butt. And then at the same time, like the pandemic shut down live entertainment. So my whole job was shut down for, I've, I've been home for way too long. I got to get out of the house anyway. <laughs> so like, you know, making the transition into being a business owner and f- trying to find projects and trying to get that next, you know, paycheck rolling in and stuff has been a big transition for us here. But, you know, for the first time, she's the one who's really making 
like serious bank and construction. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to argue about being able to work on something that I've wanted to for the first 10 years of our relationship that I can build into something over the next year and get it. So it's forever for like a, a good, something that we own and don't have to, you know, apologize it's to anybody else, but it takes support that. to do that though, too. I couldn't yeah, do it on my own. Yeah. It's funny. You said that there was a meme that was going around a while ago. I don't know if y'all saw this one or not. It was a guy texting his girl. He was like, hey, babe, uh, I got this uh, promotion. Oh, no, I lost my job. And, you know, I'm hoping that we can make this work, blah, 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 this and the other. And she basically was like, wait a minute. What do you mean you lost your job? Nah, we done this and the other. Damn. Wow. Yeah, he was like, well, I'm hoping I can go to school now because I paid for your schooling. And you've got your job, so I can I can finally go back to school. Blah blah yeah. blah. Follow some like, nah, I can't have yeah. no deadbeat dude. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and I, I saw that. Yeah, and he was in like, school. "Well, that's good to know. I actually just won the jackpot on a millionaire, and I got a promotion at work yesterday and you as well. Out. So pack your stuff by the time I get home." <laughs> oh baby! I'm oh wow! Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Well, but they yeah. also see the other side of that. Like Wendy Williams was going off on some TikTok or YouTuber uh, that she retired her husband, who was an LAPD officer. Yeah, like she's like was had finally made it to a point on YouTube where it was making enough money, and it's like I don't want you to have to go out and be shot at or exactly. be in danger every damn day. Like I don't understand why it it is one or the other. Like why can't one feed the other or help right. the other grow? Right, and, and right, 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 right. Again, that's the that's the toxic part of it is I got to do it by my damn self and and her, she be damned or he be damned. It's like the reality is, you know, I'm not nearly as good as I was until I got to this relationship exactly. and had my family. Yeah, I mean, if, especially if you reach the 20 year point, most cop jobs. I mean, you could pretty much yeah. put in your papers and that's a wrap. I mean, well, and he was at 15 years and she finally made it. It's like, I don't want you to leave this house in a bulletproof vest ever again. And then Wendy Williams had the nerve to get on her like she was, you know, some kind of beaten, battered wife. You know, why are you sub- subjugating yourself to your man? It's like, no, nah, I don't have, I don't get that. Oh, because yeah. I love him. What? First of all, you said Wendy Williams. Nobody, the people who miss to Wendy Williams. <laughs> it just blew my life. mind after her whole relationship and all that. Right. Stuff failed. Up, she had something to say. About I said, that's why I just said karma. Yeah. That's why I just said karma. Like, I don't like Wendy Williams. I've never liked Wendy. I, I used to be a Wendy fan. I used to be a Wendy fan, a Wendy fan back in the day. Wendy Williams is built like a blow pop. Now, you say a Wendy's fan, like slushies, right? Like the shakes. You saw that's what you're talking no, about. No, Wendy Williams. Right? No, no. Did you say you're blow pop? Redhead, right? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, you're talking about the redhead, like right? I, I've never. No, we ain't talking about that one, dude. Related to re, related I made to the it king. Up just now. <laughs> keeps the keeps the. <laughs> Not that Wendy's. Think about no, it. Sure. That's the baconator way. We're talking about another Wendy's. So true. I always thought she had an alien head. See, y'all wrong. <laughs> we, we're not gonna sit here and bad talk Wendy because we're gonna end up on her show. Watch, oh, we will. We will. <laughs> no, her show's done. Her show's Listen, done, though. Her show's not getting renewed. Her show's not getting renewed. So, it, it, it Look, never got well, she was having a lot of health problems and stuff. So, no shade on, on Wendy. On it was just show. a really bad take on something that was really positive and kind that somebody it was really doing was. for their husband. Yeah, that's just show she was getting old. That's just a sign she getting old. No, oh how dare you say how dare a woman love her husband? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God forbid he not love. be the dirt on the floor. God right. forbid. But, um, but, but that was a good story. Was... That was a good story, though. That was a good mm. story. Just but, it's um, sad that that Wendy kind of ruined the whole flow of that story. The point, mm-hmm. the whole point of that story was like you stick to it, like you 
Like every couple has that. Like yeah. you have a Birdwater or not. Someone, someone's player too. Yep. We're in the video game turn. Some hold people on. are playing too. The fact that you said that, that was the perfect analogy. I saw that the other day. It was on a keychain. It was like a, a couple's keychain. Mm-hmm. It was like, you will you be my player too for life? And I was oh, like, yes, that yes. is the sweetest proposal in the oh. world. And well, and like that's that's the funniest part about it is like when you really think about it, it just it's a transition over time. Who's gonna be the number one, number two? Especially mm-hmm. when it comes to the kids, mama tends to be number one. Like right. it, you can't say it. You can say you can have a little input, but she's going to tell you what the hell's going to happen with them kids. <laughs> and yep. then the extent of like, you know, the finances around the house, like that's usually a pretty good group effort. Everybody kind of takes a hold, but like uh, my lawn, honey, I don't want you to mess up the lines of my lawn. Fair enough. Right. Like yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I mow my lawn. That's cool. That's how I like it. You know, like, that's the way it goes. <laughs> right, so like right. we just know our lanes. So number one and number two, like it just depends on what game we're playing. Exactly. Exactly. And even to that, like what Nick was saying earlier, uh, just being transparent with myself, um, me and my wife started dating. I had just moved Alabama to Atlanta. Issue happened. Me and my dad was at odds because I was staying with him. I was mm-hmm. homeless. When I said this woman stood by me and helped me get back my feet. Gay Bay is a true. That's a ride or die. Like, yeah, yes. I started. I started from the bottom, started from UPS, jumped UPS to the UPS and Sam's Club, then just Sam's Club. And I was presented with an opportunity to get my CDLs. Nice. Best thing I ever did. You know, I hate job flatbed. <laughs> but I I appreciate her to the point where it's like I never have to need for anything because either nauseous, I think either if I think I need something, she already got it. Or okay. she's already got on this plan right. to go get it. Until it yeah, comes to my milk, at first. she never get my milk when I want to get my milk. Don't tell her that I But um, like when we first came to our relationship, like it, the the energy we had was like. We're going to talk about the stuff for the future. When I realized I wanted to date her long term, I'm like, okay, uh, how do you feel about this? I think I paid for our first two dates, mm-hmm. or first three dates, and after that, it was like, oh, I got it this time, or I get it this time. Or like, uh, right. I think who that Angelica party we went to. Yeah. So I got off work, and she called me. She's like, we got invited to a dinner at my cousin's. I knew, I was like, man, I just paid my dad. Cause I, at that time, I was my dad. I paid him rent. Um, for staying with him, it was like it wasn't much, but still, I pay him and I would put money aside to get my own car. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, but I really want to see her this week. So I went and like, um, she ended up paying for everything, and it was it was kind of like I wasn't expecting. I had I had the money to pay, but she knew what I was going through, so she right, she right. had my back on that. But squad, when right her there. cousin, this, this is the thing. Like when her cousin saw that she paid, he had something to say about it. Mm. And you know, we, we kind of straightened it there, whatever, but it was just like you know, not everybody's situation is the same, and right. not everybody thinks the same. Right. Like, if you're gonna right. be in a relationship with somebody, or if you're a partner with anybody, I don't care if it's like Monica or whatever, it's always gonna be give and take, and that makes it better than just having one person be the dominant over everything. Like, yeah. even if you're playing Mario. You're gonna need Luigi for some missions, just like that one me on Mario. You gotta, you gotta kill Yoshi. You have to, you're not gonna win unless you kill. Am I? Right? Oh yeah, that level. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah. That, true. Was, that, that one. So, 
I'm gonna get beat up after. Yeah, give it up for solid is. teams too, and partnerships yes. and relationships. Give it up oh, for yeah, solid yeah. teams, man. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It, in anime, there's no one character that stands alone. Amen. Right. That. Except Wait, let me think. That. No, Except no one character stands alone. Mm, now, now, here, there. now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess with y'all real quick. You ready? We just went full circle with everything. If male and female, if we all started taking relationships as a partnership, which means you can look at a business partnership, whatever it gets me, partnership means all parties are equal. Mm-hmm. All parties are providing equal support. Well, no matter what, what area it may be in, there is equal support being provided. Right. If we can then take that from our homes and apply it to those we know around us. Mm-hmm. Every relationship is a partnership. And by relationship, I don't just mean where you're going. romantic. Where you're going. Right, right. Every relationship, anytime you have a conversation with somebody, you have now started a new relationship with that person. And that's what I need people to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, every time you speak to someone new, you say hi to the bagger at, at Walmart. That is now a relationship that you formed. You can choose to, and hold on. Let's see. Okay, now sorry, soapbox. So, I am a huge. We all know I'm a huge gamer. We all oh, are. Mm-hmm. We all yeah, are. Nothing in that, Nick. D and D. He was chewing on ice. D and D. You have the option to go left or right when you see the fork in the road. Which decision are you going to make? You have an NPC in front of you. He is the bagger at Walmart. Do you say hello? Do you see how his day is going? Or do you ignore this person and act like he does not exist? Which one are you going to do? If you were playing a video game, you would talk to that man because he may have a quest for you. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes you don't want to do that quest, though, because you already You already got and like that's very true. Play. You're like, yo, I know if I talk to him, he's gonna give me another one. I gotta finish these first, bro. <laughs> it's like destiny. You keep going back to the same raid. Exactly. Keep going back to the same raid. This is why I used to wear headphones a lot when I went to the supermarket or any shopping experience. I was that guy. I put my earphones in. Just to say, I, I gotta it, say it like this. Each relationship. Don't treat him like that one Pokemon. That no. got everybody pass and they go back. By. Y'all wrong. <laughs> you know, I've been wrong. owned by everybody. Oh my gosh! Sorry, y'all wrong. Y'all wrong for that. Anyway, <laughs> but gotta no, catch them all though. and release them. And release them. Catch and release. Catch and release. <laughs> it works but in Pokemon. It works in fishing. That's how life <laughs> is. You know, you want to make sure that you watch those relationships because every time it's a chance to be a new, you know what I'm saying? It can go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And so you just make sure that you provide what you would want provided in that interaction. If everybody did that across the board, we wouldn't have half the situations that occur. Nah. Nah. You know? man. man, Panda, you mentioning that, you make me think about a story. Uh I don't know if I want to go into the story right now. But hey, go ahead. Relationship- We've been around everything else. All right. Here's Everybody a story. had a story but you. All right. Here's a story. That's okay. Nice. We're talking about, we're talking about, like, you're just saying, like, relationships with cashiers and things like that. I remember one summer I was in college, mm-hmm. me and my homeboy, every Friday after we, we, we used to do the summer camps for the kids. So, like, our college, like, one of our boys in college hooked up with summer jobs. We just 
you know, helping the kids out with summer camp, things like that. So every Friday we come home, we go to Popeyes. Every time we went to Popeyes, it was the same cashier there. You said, like I said, this is how oh, bad I was. <laughs> this is how bad I am. Like, like, thank God my girlfriend's with me because this is how oblivious I was to a lot of shit. But every time she, she was always super flirty, super touchy. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. And you like, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, my boy was my boy was just a side at me like what the like like because he went to high school with me but he I was like not my, like a lot of my high school um friends that knew like I never had a girlfriend I didn't even talk about girls back then so <laughs> so he was like yo you know she's trying to flirt with you I'm like no she not she's being extra nice and he like he like really I'm like yeah I'm like you had a solid wingman. He, right. he tried. Right. He was trying. My boy, he was, trying. He, was, he, was try, he was trying to inch me. I'm like, yeah, what? Like, every time that woman was like, you should try to get her number one of these times we go, go to Popeyes. I'm like, why would I date the woman? Like, I, I, I was not putting two and two together. I really was not putting two and two and together. This, was like, this is when he did not talk to the NPC people. He should have uh, talked to the NPC. Because you would have gotten yourself a nice little quest. Right. Yeah, I would have another quest. Or some hey, that, that question Ooh, needs free Popeyes. <laughs> See, I want to think, you know, retrospect looking back, I remembered one of my homeboy, one of my neighbors used to work in that Popeye. That's enough. I'm looking back, like, why did I never fuck with her? Like, one, like, a couple of years ago, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, oh, yeah, my my neighbor, my neighbors, my neighbors, one of my neighbors worked in that Popeye's. I was like, oh. And she's one of them nosy neighbor types. So I had to make sure. I didn't know when her work schedule was. I was like, but. Another NPC situation, like I used to have a, a teller at the bank, used to flirt with me all the time, but I didn't think she was going to give me a time because she knew my. I was just about to say, but this man, man bro, hold it. So the bros trolling. Yeah. He, just, he just ain't. Let us find out. Okay, okay. Rod, we might have to introduce play you to some toxic masculinity. This is what happens when you raise. I, I never, I always hated the term talking back in London because honestly, I was raised, most of my family was women. So, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. um, it's kind of obvious based on this story. But uh, I remember, like, the same time I had, like, this bank teller, like, you know, I used to go drop my paycheck off and she used to be super nice. She's like, oh, you're cute, you know. And I'm just like, oh, well, you're thank cute. You. Like, been, like, let's account. go to dinner. What are we talking about? Like, account, what are we hollering at here? <laughs> Like I'm 1920 in college. I mean, well, and she's already she's already seen your bank account, so you're in the clear there. Exactly. (laughs) I'm like, oh, she's just probably being nice. She's probably being nice. And then, funny enough, that's maybe like a couple months summer. I'm walking. I'm in one of the biggest um, Soundview Park in the Bronx. I don't know how I got over there one day. So I'm just walking. I don't know. I think I was just randomly walking. (laughs) That I was that dude. I, I I like randomly walking in New York, but. Especially my old neighborhood in the Bronx. You can't be a New Yorker and not walk, bro. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that's one. That's one of the few things yeah, that I, I miss about New York. Family. I miss walking. I miss. I miss walking in New York. Even even when I lived in Orlando, I tried, but it's just it's something about Man, New York. It's something about New York. It's not. It's something about New York and walking around. Like I, I haven't found anything to replicate it. But getting back to the yeah. story, so I'm in, so I'm in the park, and then the bank teller runs up with me, and she has a kid. I'm like, and she tried to give me her number that day, and I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, responsibility, hey, oh. <laughs> right, mind you, I'm 1920 at this time. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, exactly. oh, huh. I was like, oh, I, I said, I met him, he's like, oh, I see one of my friends, I gotta, I gotta go catch up with him. No. That's what I was like. Man, this elevator I said, is real. I don't, I, so... I don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, nah. I had one. Nah. I'm not even going to front. I had one. Nah, I had to. I had to. No, trust me. I was like, I was like. Oh, my gosh. I was 1920. Trust me. My mom would not have killed me messing with somebody with a kid. She would have killed me. Hey, kids, your mama gave me a bowl of cereal. I need one, too. Where's my sippy cup? You got some fruit and pebbles? <laughs> nah, see, we ain't cereal. We had no cereal in the house, so no, that one ain't work. Pebbles so much, Jay. I need to know this. You probably like that. You probably like that place in Vegas. I'm, I don't. We talk about TikTok. Have y'all followed like that serial killers bar TikTok? Oh yeah, I can't wait to go. Cannot wait to go. Killers bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that's fire. So, that's fire. That's a great idea. Right. Like and they be uh, showing the people doing the cereal bowl sounds. I be dying. I'm like, no way you can beat that. No way. So oh, it's a it's a it's a place where you walk is nothing but cereal. Like all the cereals on the wall, you pick what you want, and they'll make anything out of it. You get milkshakes, you know, ice cream, and they have a challenge. I think it was a thing on a gallon buddy, and they fill up so much with whatever cereal you want, and you gotta finish it. And Dang. like yeah, I think a five dollar gift certificate and your food was free or whatever. But it is yeah. like I really want to go. As I'm trying not to, you know, express myself it, all over the. <laughs> Only five people oh, beating the challenge. Only five people no, beating no. the challenge. That's an iron gut. Hey, That's so one of my homeboys from my hometown is watch. What's up, Jumbo? <laughs> he told me he said, "What's up, y'all? What's up? What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? All right, so jumping back real quick, real quick, real quick, just real quick, just a little bit, a little bit. Um, the the premise of masculinity. I guess here's my question: Do you think there's a problem with people judging masculinity as being toxic itself? Hmm. I think that was the next. That was the next part I wanted to go to. Hmm. I say no. I I would say no. no. I would say no. Okay. I can give a reason why, but everybody else can go. For, you know, everybody else can give their okay. yes or no. Because okay. honestly, I say no because I think it's the way masculinity was always taught us. I think masculinity is like a learned skill. Like femininity is also kind of a learned skill in a lot of ways. So it's just what we've been brought to be masculine. Or feminine, like like I said, I grew up it was just me, my mom, and my sister. A lot of my closest relatives were my aunts. Mm-hmm. I really didn't have a lot of males in my life, <laughs> a, a, not a lot. I had a male cousin, but that's cousins. You only gonna see them every now and again, mm-hmm. to be quite honest. But and just depends if my mom and her and her friends are getting together, or you know things like that. Even my next door neighbor probably um, that I grew up with in the Bronx is probably more of a father than me than my own dad. I mean, like my dad did his own thing, but that if we were talking about breakups and relationships, that's another story. I'm not going to get into that. But but I think masculinity is toxic because I think it's just the way we've been taught of what masculinity is. Honestly, I think masculinity and femininity are just it's antiquated. The best way I can say it is, is it's antiquated. Like, it's old, but I do believe there's, like, a masculine energy and a feminine energy. Don't get me wrong. I think those energies do exist. Or it's like a, okay. something that we can consider masculine, something we can consider feminine. I don't think we have words to replace those two terms, if that makes sense to mm-hmm. me. Okay. Because I I didn't feel like I was an alpha male growing up. I always hated alpha males. They would throw me nuts jocks. And, like I said, but that's probably me just being going to an old boys high school and just having nothing but asshole jocks around. 
home. So mm-hmm. that could just be a personal preference. Like, even if I had a kid, I would not let them go to um an all 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 boys or if I had a daughter, I would not let them go to all girls school. I just feel like that sent you socially, but that's mm-hmm. another topic for another day. Yeah, but sure. but masculinity, I think it's just we don't have a new word for it. What we want. Not masculine to be, but what a man should be. It's like we don't have the right word for it yet or the right attitude for it. Because I feel like some men, some men are probably more in tune with a, what we consider feminine. I, I know for certain hand or a Bible, I know more women that are probably more masculine than some of these males out here. I'm going to just keep it a buck 50. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I probably know some, that's a buck 50. I know some, some strong women that don't put up with no shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. I I've been around that all my life. It's probably why I'm just a, just a probably what most of consider bantling. Like, oh, you've been around all these alpha females and shit. Like, and yep, and so what? Like, Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. Well, and it's, it's it's the assertiveness. Like, I think that's really what it comes down to. Like what you're saying, uh, the they're not being a proper wording for that type of energy on both exactly. sides, like yin yeah. and yang. You know, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, that counterbalance because I mean the, the domineering and all that stuff, I, you know, I, I kind of look at myself as kind of like a, a balance of, of all of it as best as possible. You know, uh, I want to be artistic. I like creative. I understand what beauty is. I know what love is. I try to embody those things, but at the same time, I also know like you have to be strong to make it through certain situations. There are going to be things you're going to have to rise above and it's going to take a whole lot more power than a whole lot of hugging and kissing. You you're going to have to muscle down and do some things. And I think that's where that, that dividing line is is where like you know we've talked about tonight not having a way to express or or talk about issues and things in your life where i think that's where the toxicity comes is that it brews it it sits and and festers Mm -hmm. inside of us where you know like like we were talking about earlier the responses from some people and how they lash out or how we respond to situations like just instinctually like you know it it might be a minor nuisance to, to somebody else but to somebody it might just be a huge trigger and cause a big problem so I, I think if if you're wanting to go with like the the standard old school terminology, I think the unhealthy part is the old school Eurocentric point of view of what man and woman are. I mean, we have to look also in our own history of like the, the African diaspora, the Native American diaspora, like how that whole thing played out, because a lot of times the women in those cultures tended to be the ones that were running the towns and running the, the, the havens while people were out hunter, hunting and gathering. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we, we have this false sense of what, who, what strength is and who's supposed to be strong because th- we are just yeah. strong on different levels. What we, what needs to happen. Like I don't have the patience to hang out with my beautiful kids all the damn time. My wife seems to just be fine with it. Bring them in. They can crawl around the bit. Like it's not, you're just not a built in thing just as a personal, like, I love my kids. We have our time. And then I also have my studio time and stuff where I'm working. So her patience with that, I can't do that. It's not a strength I have. So I I embrace that about her and, you know, she's runs that side, but you know, we're also looking at the other side of like, well, you got to go out, you got to do the tough jobs Are the tough jobs, just the man jobs. Can a man only do construction Is a man only allowed to be in the military Is a man. So, but then on the flip side, we have seen the argument where, okay, well, what is femininity and how, how can femininity be toxic or toxified? And we've Mm -hmm. also seen that a lot in Mm -hmm. our own communities as well, where it's overly, female centric and it abuses and belittles and puts down the men in our culture a lot. Like we we see that quite a bit too. Yeah. 
I think that the the concept of toxic masculinity is just because it's been around longer and it's been a problem on such a scale that it's also crossed racial lines and economic lines and everything else where masculinity has been this overbearing and enduring problem throughout our history right now. And it's time for a transition. We need to counterbalance to that side. We have to embrace some of our more emotional in order to be intelligent and to be fully formed and evolved people. We also have to take into account our emotions. We have to take into account our mental health as well as our physical health and come up with this balance of all of it. But like you said, not having the words for female or male, it's just the balance of both yin and yang, positive and negative, up and down, left and right. It's just the balance. Uh-huh. Back and forth. So I'm, I got a question then. And again, this is just in, in the in the spirit of conversation. We might have an answer. You might. You just might. If we could come up with a term, a new term, to replace masculine and feminine. Because as we've been talking here, it seems that we've come to a particular point where we've, we're all kind of saying toxic masculinity brewed from the Eurocentric definition of masculinity. The old archetypes of what a man should, should not do, et cetera, et cetera. Same could be said for toxic femininity because that is a thing. True, 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 true. Mm-hmm. But, then the question is, well, okay, if we take the toxic portion out of masculinity or femininity, and it's just being a man, right? What does it mean to be masculine? Hmm. Without being toxic. Without the toxicness, without the archaic rules that set them apart. What is masculinity because you can't say well toxic masculinity exists only because there are negative traits of masculinity okay cool then what's masculinity Mm -hmm. and are they inherently negative are they inherently the same oh that's a tough one i don't have an answer (laughs) (laughs) well at least he's honest it's an honest answer. No, no, no. I, I understand. But that, that's just the question that, that came that came up in me. You know what I'm saying? I, was, I, I went to look up. There's no definition for masculinity other than traits of a male. Right. But that brings well, what up a whole other male. Right. Like, like you were saying, Rod. Like you and Nick were just saying. You know, you've seen, we've all seen quote unquote alpha females. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Or just very strong-willed women, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen very strong-willed men. Yep, they act the exact same. Yeah. This one has a pink thing. Ooh, pretty Ooh. baby. Hey, sis. The minute you I came in, they started catcalling, even though they're talking about toxic masculinity. You see what happens? <laughs> you ruined it all. Wasn't me. Hey, lady. It was me. Uh, the the guy say hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello, Missy. Hello, 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 Uh-oh. hello. Who else is popping her head in? Oh, that's my Katie. Ooh, we got the little oh, ones. We got the little ones. Too. What's up? What's up? What's hey. up? Love it. 
All right, go on up. We're being we're talking grown stuff. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have we'll have and a kid's anime like, when oh, she can yeah. jump on later. What kid anime Borgo? I know you guys got to school me so I, I can t- I can teach them right. There you go. There right. we go. We're gonna, we're gonna make it work. If we're you need one, one before you, I put all that on. She loves Bo Fury. She loves. Oh, nice. Yeah. She's getting. She's been getting into animation. She's. Uh, she, she took one of our cameras and started doing stop motion stuff with her Lego. Oh, so I have a feeling. Awesome. She's a oh, that's animator. pretty good. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's pretty awesome. good. I'm a supporter of the arts up in this piece. Oh, of, course. Oh, of course, all day, exactly. all day. But, um, but yeah, back so back to what we were saying hmm. though, like if if being an assertive individual is considered masculine, why? If being a because I, okay, it's just what I've seen. the 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 archetype of a man or a male comes from the hunter gatherer syndrome. Mm-hmm. The men are hunters, the women are gatherers. There were men that were gatherers, though, but there were women that were great hunters. hunters. They were right, and there were some women that were great hunters, mm-hmm. but the men were seen as less than men when they were gatherers versus the women who were great hunters were not seen as less than women. They were seen as greater than. So that's another dichotomy that predates (laughs) everything. So why is it, it is just adding another layer to that. Why is it that the, when a guy is a gatherer, it is considered negative, but when a woman is a hunter, it's considered a positive. Because society's stupid. Bingo. I'm sorry. I mean, people are stupid. E-I-N-G-O. Bingo was his name. He ain't lying. I'm a gatherer. If anybody needs a a visual reference of what he just said, watch the movie Year One. Yes, yeah, yes, I was going to say that. I, yes. that that's why I'm over here crying because we said that's I on point. It's <laughs> so true. Because legit, we're like, okay, I'm a gatherer. So but, I, but, it, but again, that comes from a very Eurocentric point of view because in most tribal cultures and Native American cultures and also most cultures in Africa, like mm-hmm. a lot of those cultures believe that everybody had a job. Everybody's position was important and valuable to the tribe. If you weren't doing shit, that's when you got kicked out and called a punk. It was just your your strength was in your ability to offer something to the tribe. So, I mean, if you were an entertain like a a singer or a dancer, like it was respected because you were entertaining the tribe around the campfire. If you were telling a story, the storytellers were even heralded as as leaders and things. So, like it's this. I I hate to say it, but it really is a Eurocentric mindset because you can't do that in a village. You can't be one in Billy Badass in a village because you still can't pick the grapes that are gonna, you know, make the rest of the wine. Make the rest of the meal. (laughs) Are you are you digging up the the root vegetables? Nah, man, you're trekking across the shooting one arrow at an animal. You ain't doing shit. Are you digging? No, like (laughs) it's again, it's it's accepting that all of us have a role to play. I think, and Mm -hmm. like you said, what truly is masculinity? I think it's the ability. And it's not, and honestly, it's not a masculine trait. That's why it's so terrible that we even have to try and define it this way. There are some people that have strengths in being a dominant force. A mm-hmm. uh, Oprah Winfrey, if you, I mean, are you going to call Oprah masculine? Hell no. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't call Oprah masculine because she has played some of the most influential female characters in history and been an influential f- female 
but she but has a, a, but hold a personality on. Well, force to be right. Oh, did you not? I got you. I got you. Hold the on. Color purple. I got you. Yeah. But here's the thing: in those thing, in those things that she played, in those people that she played, mm-hmm. was the energy masculine energy or feminine energy? Because oh. what made those characters so great? was not them sitting back, which is quote-unquote feminine industry. It was energy. It was the fact that they showed in massive amounts mm-hmm. masculine energy. And she yep. portrayed that energy with such potency that gave the feminine aura that much more power. Well, but right. can we can we also think of a counter to that, which would be a male that was showing a more genteel kind nature that would be like a nurturing example especially in the minor in the minority category like, be like well, the daddy's girl well oh, no. i love that movie daddy's daddy's girl daddy. is such a great movie first but of all that's a good movie that's a great movie great movie daddy's little girls first of all adrice elba can't do no wrong well, I mean, you even think of like something like john q like i mean yeah. anytime denzel oh, is oh, heartbreaking yeah, that, that's heartbreaking. Junkie yeah. is heartbreaking. But but like for as genteel and stuff as he is, he's also trying to raise enough money. I mean, mm-hmm. I just I, I think like you said, like calling it masculine or feminine, I think does it a disservice. It is an energy mm-hmm. that is it's an energy. put out. Yeah. Because you can I still know. be dominant and try to take care of your family and love them and nurture them. I mean, exactly. we've seen that over and over again. Right. So exactly. It's a tough one. It I I agree. <laughs> I agree. I guess that's where, can it just can, can these things just be defined as us being human right. and starting right. to break away from the norms? Yeah, personalities. That makes sense. Yeah, because then assholes can just be assholes. Well, it's like <laughs> I'm not. What you always gonna have assholes? There's nothing you can do about that. I'm not weak for crying. You're a dick for making me cry. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, let, but let, that's now they can be. They can be cold you mm. know what i mean like you mm. can put them in a in a corner now they're not they're not just being oh i'm a man right no you're being a dick you're just a, you're just an <laughs> asshole man right like go talk to a therapist get yourself a hug and find somebody right. that loves go, you damn it like you said exactly <laughs> both gonna love those who hate who hate themselves you can't who hate themselves and that's where i think a lot of the, the 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 masculinity stuff really comes from is like it's almost like i wish i could like say that flower was beautiful but damn it i gotta lock it down inside so far so nobody right. sees that i think it's beautiful but man, it's um, purple and it's beautiful. It's my favorite color. It was a beautiful ass flower, though. Tangled. You all have seen that movie, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah! Tangled. I, two girls, I haven't. Yeah. You uh, haven't. Does King of Hearts three count? Does King of Hearts three count? That's the only. <laughs> Don't worry about it. But in the movie, there's a there's a song sequence where she's in the bar with all the bar all the ruffians and stuff, and everybody's talking about their dream. That's oh, yeah. what you're talking about right there. That mm-hmm. that moment you're talking about where, oh, it's a flower. Dude has one hand with a hook. He wants to be a concert pianist. Like yeah. he's talking about that was his dream. And the boy was bad on the keys. Yeah. He, like, was, mm-hmm. he, he was, was, he was, was the other dude wanted to he wanted to crochet. <laughs> yeah. The big dude, right. like big, like big Norse god looking Thor dude. He yep. he collected little unicorns, ceramic unicorns mm-hmm. and stuff like the most gentle thing in the world was big dude. It's it's stuff like that, like that they can't because they're in that environment. They feel like they cannot be themselves. We cannot be ourselves, and that should not be the case. 
Uh, one of my favorite things around the house, my, uh, this is going to sound absolutely crazy and you can all just go to hell. Cause I love it. Um, <laughs> I, uh, especially my theater background, uh, we used to get flowers where, you know, whenever you do your shows, you get mm -hmm. flowers. So one of the things I actually like, my wife still gets me flowers every once in a while. I mean, I get her, I surprise her with flowers and stuff too. Like it's a two way street. Dude, but it's, definitely. it's a, it's a reminder of where we came from in our theater days and stuff. So like, I've always mm -hmm. liked getting flowers, just, you know, like if you're doing a good job, somebody's going to give you your flowers. I've always you know, had that mentality. So I, that's one of the, it's a, a positive sign, but like I said, you know, appreciating beauty and appreciating art. I don't feel like makes us less of a being. I feel like it rounds us out as people. Cause I mean, mm -hmm. you can only appreciate the beauty when you've actually seen the darkness. Art is the greatest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. This man. What, what, what did I used to right? say all the time? Um, I don't know. Perception is the key to your reality. Mm -hmm. There are multifacets to every person's perspective, though. Mm -hmm. I've never heard you say that. <laughs> this is some older stuff. It's new to me. <laughs> he was working on his my man, first book. My man said, what did I used to say all the time? Oh, you ain't never heard me say that? I don't remember that, bro. I don't remember that one. I just got I mean, We're playing the dozens on here tonight, Lowe's. I got a cap for you, man. That's new. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's the thing. Your perception makes your reality. And if you can't perceive beauty, if you can't perceive, or even worse, if you can perceive beauty but feel like you can't express it, how much more... How much more painful is that? Yeah. And not being able to see beauty at all. And who else are you lashing out at? Right. Oh, man. You're going to lash out at the people who can see and express. Big facts. No lie there. And like, this is okay, this might sound crazy, but I think that's one reason why the LGBTQA, IA, I believe, uh, group gets as much flack as they do at times and I think that's why a lot of the minority cultures especially African Americans get a lot of flack from individuals as well is because both of those groups have one thing in common they know who they are for the most part or they're willing to express themselves in ways that other people feel that they cannot even if they can see the beauty in themselves, they can't express it the same way. Mm -hmm. And so because you're unable to express how you feel about life or about the beauty of another man or another woman or whatever the case may be, you are now mad at them and you're lashing out at the person who's able to actually express it when you cannot. Yep. Mm. I mean, they be doing too much, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just being okay. real, bro. Like, I get it. You know, you're oppressed. Or whatever, but you're not the only people oppressed, and black people ain't out here like, oh, you said this, so now your whole life, bro. Like they out here ruining people's lives, bro, because people don't agree with the way they live, bro. Well, I think that's also some some of that toxic side too, yeah, is like where we're 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 kind of coming at each other wrong. If we could realize right. that we could stop right. coming at each other, I like get, that. you know what I mean. You're supposed to live, be able to live your life, but because yeah. somebody doesn't agree with the way that you live your life, that doesn't mean that you should stay whole life up. Bro. So now I'm gonna go here. I'm mm. gonna go here, and. <laughs> If you were to come after me or mine in any capacity, 
One thing that I will say, no matter who you are, I will end your lineage. If and, and if I'm serious about like you come, you've come after my family, you've come after my kids, you've come after me. When when in any capacity, I will tell someone I will end your lineage, and mean it wholeheartedly. True, that's cold. Because yeah. at that yeah. point, you've you've now crossed a line into something that is dear to me. And if you were to tell me that, oh well, you don't know who you are. I'm sorry, Negro. Who who is you again? Man, people How talk you gonna tell me who I is. You, I mean, I'm just being honest. It, as as me, if someone were to tell me I don't know who I am, you gonna get every clap back in the book. All the yo mamas. And, and it's like, and like Nick was saying, and I'm I'm not disagreeing with anything either of you saying right now, but I'm just saying that like Nick was saying that if if it's coming, if the attack comes in a toxic way, sometimes the only way to respond is in a toxic manner mm. because the toxic person, the initial attack may not understand it. If you don't two negatives, don't make a positive. They brother. don't, but yeah, but the, but if, the clap back can change behavior. Right. Yep. Like if I, if I say, if, if, if someone comes negatively to you, right or in a complete toxic completely toxic way you can be nice and say oh well you know this, this shouldn't be how it is blah 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 fight the power peace and love and all that jazz it can be done that way you may not get the reaction you want at that moment though you may not get them to stop at that moment and unfortunately it's because the toxicity and I'm going to stop using toxic masculinity or femininity. I'm just going to use toxic in general because the toxic energies, the toxic actions, not the energies, the energies aren't toxic. The actions are toxic because the toxic actions continue to be perpetrated on both sides of the train tracks. Nothing's getting accomplished. That's right. And, and I think it's because it's 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 so ingrained, like y'all, like all of you have said at some point, it's ingrained in our society. Right. Right. The entire society needs a complete overhaul. At least an open discussion on how we're going to approach these things, because we have generations right. of children that are having identity issues at younger and younger ages. Mm-hmm. And we just I, I don't want anybody to hurt. Like it's unnecessary for anybody to hurt whatever. I mean, everybody's going through a lot of crazy things and to not be able to be who you are seems like it would be the worst thing ever, especially having, I've had friends that have, you know, come out at not when, when I knew them, like getting to hang out with them in high school, they come out much later and you're come to find out like, well, why didn't you just tell me when you were, de- when you were dealing with this, as opposed to like hiding it. Cause you feel like, like your life would have been better. You wouldn't have been as sad during this period of time. If you just would have mm. opened up about some stuff. And a lot of it, that we end up seeing comes from like how society is going to treat these people, like how they just anticipate what the response is going to be. So right off rip, they're instantly, you know, they're going to recoil, pull themselves back. And then also, like you said, lash out, lash out uncontrollably sometimes because of their reaction. But we also look at the side where like um, Charlemagne said it best, you know, you can't be responsible for how someone else is going to react to what you say. Big facts. You you, can't. Not you, a 
people in the back. <laughs> you cannot be held responsible for how people respond to the things that you say. Mm-hmm. And that that's the, the what is it? The First Amendment. When they talk about the First Amendment, it's like, well, you can say whatever you want, but you might get jacked in the jaw. You don't know. Like it, it they'll they'll take a felony for it. Some people will stand up for their beliefs that hard. So the big thing that we have to consider is like, yeah, I don't I don't want anybody to come back and end somebody's career. But if you feel big enough about it and you're that mad about it and you've been hurt by enough people and this is your last stand. Well, I mean, somebody's career might end up going down because you're speaking your truth. Look, this is all I'm saying. This is all I'm saying, right? If you're going to fight for equality, then be equal. You can't get mad when somebody's sucking dick in the parking lot and then the next person like, well, I ain't sucking dick in the parking lot. But then when it's heterosexual people sucking dick in the parking lot, it ain't shit. Like, I'm just saying. If, when I'm a, this nigga, the baby, made a comment about somebody sucking dick in the parking lot towards the LBTQI ABC community. And now he ain't got no career. Well, and it's it's also and like you're, you know you're, how I could name you several people who were sucking dick in the parking lot. I got my dick sucking in the parking lot several times. Okay. Okay. Own it. Okay. Hey, I, was, I, I went and said that out loud. I went and said that out loud, but hey, dude. I said I, I got it, so I didn't say I was sucking dick in the parking lot. All right. Okay. <laughs> but my point is, though, like, Anyone was out here like, oh, she sucked his dick in a awful lot. Yo, end that bitch. We're like, now this nigga, now all of a sudden, because somebody getting their dick sucked in a parking lot, it's this, this nigga whole life up. We're like, no, that's not how it works. Well, and he was like, I'm not trying, like, I don't want to defend like the the words, but like, like we've all been to clubs where they do the crazy ass shout outs from the stage and how, like, you know, we, we know what he was doing, we know what was happening. It was just, Unfortunately, it wasn't an inside of a grimy club in NY. It was at like <laughs> Rolling Loud or something really huge where there were people that could easily be offended and a large group of them simultaneously filming it. So it's kind of like, uh, like you want to say, hey, you probably shouldn't say this in public. Uh, you can have your beliefs. That's awesome. And you can also share your beliefs, but you also can't like not. Oh, damn, it's so hard with the, the response because you you don't want someone to be canceled outright for something that was innocuous, but you also have to take into account that some of this stuff was built into our society. So it's not as innocuous as we'd like to think. I can see that. But also I, I, if you think about it this way as well, it's just certain people you don't mess with, but at the same time, and this happens toxic masculinity or not, people just don't know how to read the room. <laughs> Let, let's be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest here. People That's don't read the rules because think about a lot of people. I got canceled. The baby, he got canceled. Okay, he got canceled. Okay, we're not, not condoning him, not defending the man or anything like that. But just read the room. Like you feel like you're in the wrong, or you feel like I. And it's funny. I just had this thought like two weeks ago. I was like, if you're in an argument with somebody, or you're in a disagreement with somebody, and you feel like you're starting to sound like Riley from the Boondocks, I think you lost your argument. Yeah, right. Yeah, they don't rally. Hate to say Riley, but he, he it has to be Riley. But I, yeah, but I I feel like that you know cancel culture. I mean LGBT. I mean they're they're just more out and about right now than when you're a minority in the L, in in that particular community. You already got two strikes on you, so they're probably more hyper defensive because right. they already got two strikes. 
no matter what you do. Here's my question. Here's my only question regarding cancel culture. If we're if if whoever deems this cancelable, right, can make that much that many waves, why are they so racist? That's what I'm saying, bro. If you're gonna cancel something. Cancel the niggas who had us in chains for 400 years. Cancel. Mm-hmm. Right. Cancel Sunset Town. Cancel this political society. Okay. So Cancel what? Cancel. Nobody gives a fuck, bro. A president. Cancel Cancel Dead. Cancel Susan Dead. Dead. There we go. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cancel the credit card systems. Cancel, all, Cancel the education system. Oh, yeah. Big clean like, up there. Yeah. If you really are going to, if you're going to use this power that you have, and again, this is not, use I it mean, for, I think the baby was stupid for doing what he did in the first mm-hmm. place. Again, one, read the room. Read the room. <laughs> Two, like, yes, to what vocab said, there are many people who have had that happen and got shouted out from the stage and it wasn't an issue. This right. particular like, person that's just happened to have be, a chip on his shoulder at that point in time. If you're doing it, then be and, and be mad that it's a god doing. Both reactions. However, like, oh well, this one. Yo, but we I, got another one in the building. Oh yeah, the mustache wanted to hey. come in and see what I was doing in here. See? But we got oh, you jumping in. <laughs> what up? What up? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you all about it later. You know. You're a masculine male. You probably need to learn some of this stuff. <laughs> Love you guys. They're not used to me actually talking to other humans in here. Usually I'm just talking to myself. Like, oh, you're actually doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and production work and voiceover stuff. So I'm usually just talking into a blank screen of like right. wavelengths and everything. Man. Man. But yeah, I mean, overall, there's a lot. We we know there's a lot that our society has been fighting. Correction. Has been fighting and should have been fighting harder in certain ways um, mm-hmm. <laughs> over the years. I do agree, kind of recapping some of the things that we've talked about. I do agree that the millennial generation will be the one who has the ability to make a large change in how this country works moving forward. And the world in in all of in all, um, I worry about the generation after us, mm. though, because TikTok. <laughs> if you're worried about shit, just watch TikTok. Right. Um, there are some good people in it. I know there are because we got kids. But, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've seen some of their um, classmates. They're not they're all right. rocket scientists. Classmates. Um, but yeah, I think that I, I think overall, I guess I, I feel that what we were able to come to is that masculine and feminine energy is technically what we need to be looking at in general. And even with that, what is because you can't you can't use the terms masculine and feminine without having a definition for masculine and feminine. And the problem is the the Eurocentric toxicity of masculinity and femininity is what gave the definition to masculine and feminine. 
therefore we technically have no definition for the words masculine and feminine i mean if you really want to get into the biological definition i think that's probably really the only limitation way and even then if you try to define it that way then you have people that are completely upset with the uh uh Chappelle response to tra- like right. not necessarily traditional gender roles, but the traditional definitions of what masculine and feminine is. That's where we're kind of running into this roadblock in our generation of trying to explain this. Why are people feeling so dispossessed from their own beings? Well, I feel like partially we're not living the lives we really want to be living, which is why we're so dissatisfied with what we're doing now. So it could just be a general dissatisfaction that we're kind of running into on a generational or uh, civilization front where on the whole, we don't know how to define any of this stuff anymore because all this stuff is trash. Like if you look at our history, just so much of it is just lies and garbage. And now we're kind of coming to this awakening like, well, how the hell do we define this? Like what really matters as far as uh, masculine and feminine roles do these gender roles even need to exist i mean aside from just pro simple procreation definitions like are these relevant now and i don't i don't know if we're ready to transition into that kind of world because then we're getting into a lot of other questions like it's one of those you know pandora's boxes that we just keep unraveling another problem and that's the yeah that is the problem yeah makes sense that is the problem so man what a good combo tonight guys thank you I appreciate you <laughs> no, being on the show. I'm glad you're able to come on. <laughs> so deep, we're getting so philosophical. <laughs> so, yeah. I got two last questions, and then we'll wrap. It. We'll start wrapping things up. All right. One is one of my favorite anime is Soul Eater, right? So, at the beginning of every episode, it says, "A sound mind." dwells in a sound a sound soul dwells in a sound mind and a sound body soul eater soul eater mm-hmm. i'm pulling it up now Over i'm getting all my list ready oh don't worry about it we'll send you a list or you could tell we be watching and <laughs> we, <laughs> we read a quote and we, we oh yeah it's yeah, prevail <laughs> right right <laughs> Yeah, sound soul dwells within a, within a sound mind and a sound body. I had to make sure I read it right. right. That right. quote is at the beginning of every episode of Soul Eater. That's how every episode starts. Now, what you just said, Nick, about getting to the point of what energy is what. A soul has to be within the body. It doesn't have to be, you know what I'm saying, as, as we're living. Sound soul, sound mind, sound body. If none of us are, as you're saying, under, like, knowing where we are, if we're feeling that we need to redefine everything, would you say the soul of this country is no longer sound? Oh, gosh, it's been blackened for a real long time. I mean, I've seen it from the barrel of a gun, so I can tell you firsthand how stupid this country can be sometimes. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it so much on display. It's so much just ripped open, just bare, blank, and naked with mm-hmm. the last four years of seeing where we're at and what we all believe. And, like, like 
I'm I'm a a more progressive soul. I'm I'm an independent voter, but it's not in a creepy way. It's more because like I tend to be more on the progressive side. I want things to move forward. I want I'm Mm -hmm. waiting for my damn hoverboard. That's I tell my I explain this to everybody. My my philosophy is if we don't have hoverboards by now, we are coming up short. What are we doing wrong? We're focused too much on religion. Exactly. We should have done that. Future said what? Twenty twenty one. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Simple jet. Who's sick of getting stuck in traffic? We haven't come up with a better idea. Well, like gas. We haven't come up with a better idea than gas. We haven't come up with a better idea. Like it's all this old antiquated shit. We just keep having to shovel through, and it comes even into our economics. It comes into our politics. It comes into our own homes. A lot of times, being streamed in through television shows that show us this arcane point of view of what the hell a family's supposed to be. I mean. I don't know about all y'all, but I didn't grow up in a normal nuclear family with 2.5 kids and a nice Don running. You know, he's my dad right. and my parents. Fuck all that. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see not a nary shit of one nope. of them. My mom was a white picket fence? No, no. Nah, hell no, nah, man. I barely <laughs> had no. a fucking meal some nights. You're right. So, th- so the reality is like. Oh, milkman if, coming by every week. Yeah, exactly. You're going to ride through that perfect white picket fence with rose bushes and Barbara's <laughs> coming out with her uh, ambrosia salad. <laughs> Shit, New Jack City and Payton Pool was my childhood. Uh, Shit, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) So, like, it's all it's it's exactly. Listen, we can't do the potato salad, they put raisins in that. shit See, Uh, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. (laughs) We're not doing that. Nope. So, so like, we're I don't like potato salad, and I know don't do you don't do that. Yeah, well, so like we're looking at this cha- this generational transition where like the, you know the hippies didn't do shit. They were they protested wars and stuff, didn't do a goddamn thing. Ended up being the same dumbass yuppie snorting coke in the eighties, yeah. and then we had uh, all of these different. You know, we had we've had marches, we've had fights for freedom. It's like, listen, we're at the point now where we just need to come together and say whatever the hell the differences and stuff we really have. How important is it to live in a better life, having a better quality of life? Do we need to keep paying for more wars? Do we need to keep funding? Like, why is healthcare not free in this country at this point? So, like, we we know from a long standpoint that the soul of this country has been completely off. If we're not even providing for the least of us, we got a real problem. So. Yeah, this, exactly. this country had no soul. Period. Let's let's keep it a buck fifty. United right. States has never been anything more than just Eurocentric people mad at religious beliefs came over here to find a country, yep. slaughter slaughter people, continue their slaughtering, went back, tried to do some other things, became a world superpower by pure accident because Europeans went to war two times. Yeah. Let's let's keep it a buck. We should have probably been bombarded by now. Let's keep let's keep that a buck. But honestly, this country's never had a soul because we never really had an identity. See, and that's, uh, we like, never I, had a culture. We never had anything. But I think uh, that's what what I think that's what the difference is. I think we we've missed the the potential benefit of this nation. And like as a as a soldier, I, I love my country. It's not a, any any of that bullshit rah rah America bullshit patriotism nonsense. It's from a very practical sense. Like we are better together, working together, coming up with better ideas than we would have been apart. So the philosophy, the idea that this nation has, it's it's like uh, MLK. I have a dream. Like there is a fantastic idea in there if we can just get to it. If for a couple of minutes, we can actually try to inspire one another to try and push a little bit farther forward. I, I think we'd be on a much better track. That's, I mean, I, I agree with you 100%. We have, we have a dark, dirty, dank, history written by shitty people i I look at it similarly to the bible it was written by human beings so it's fallible and flawed but the idea and the theory is sound 
we should be working as best as we possibly can through these allegories and stories from our history and trying to make it better. And we know for a fact that fighting amongst each other and not recognizing the the differences in one another doesn't work. Like we can't just be like, oh, we're all American. It doesn't matter. Nah, that's bullshit. (laughs) What makes us awesome is that we are all different. We all have something to add to this tapestry. And I think, Mm -hmm. especially when we're working in this energy, it's like the ebb and flow of even the nation hat. Like we just need a reboot. Like if there was a thing that we could do with a nation right now, can we do a reboot? Just a hard reset, let this mug. Listen, that's right. Somebody pull the plug. So put an eraser or something. I'm finna show y'all, <laughs> right. y'all on a cartridge. <laughs> when was the last time that you think that America itself was in unison? Mm. Was there reconstruction? Probably. I think right. reconstruction. Okay. No, it, it, was, it was one time. It was one time. I know for a fact. After nine eleven. After Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine but again, eleven but, happened. But we also had another it was, enemy. It wasn't anything positive. It was reason. something extremely negative. Like that's and it reason. also put all of our, our Middle Eastern and Arabic brothers and sisters, like it set them back probably a good hundred yeah, years. That's what this I'm nation say. Too. Was we really all together? Because I know a lot of Muslim people who live here and got trampled shit, on. Got shit. Got absolute shit. So like I mean, yeah. I see that we were together. I was in New York at the club. It was a mess. Yeah. The Muslims, yeah. the corner stores, I mean mm-hmm. Arabs, Born and raised here. But without without the point I was bringing up, I feel like it's gonna have to be something drastic to happen mm-hmm. for us to to finally get over that hump and actually be a united country. I'm oh, a, yeah. I'm a, I'm a real. Said, I've said all the time, it's going I'm, to take aliens. Mm-hmm. It's going to take aliens. I'm gonna reach into my nerd bag. Uh, <laughs> Star Trek. Uh, first Hello. contact the concept the Borg, the Borg was the whole reason uh, don't come my way <laughs> <laughs> so like I mean that's what it like that's what got us to the warp drive in that storyline was that like there was a huge catastrophe World War Three happened wiped out a huge chunk of the country some industrious people that had nothing else to live for were just starting to work on whatever they knew from their previous life so essentially they developed a, a warp drive that gave them faster than light technology which brought in aliens and started the whole conversation of first contact. And that's what I feel like. I, 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 I'm one of those people that agree with that theory is that I thought the pandemic was actually going to bring us closer together because, well, we were stranded. We're all stranded at home. Unfortunately, the exact opposite happened. Everybody realized how fucked they were getting and how terrible mm-hmm. their jobs were and how bad racism had gotten and how out of control their family members had gotten in some of these respects. And yep. it was a real big awakening. So, I, you know, if there was ever a time for a reboot, I would hope like this next election, we could start like putting some people in place that actually have some real ideas and are really motivated to do something. I'm not a big fan of politicians, but we got to start somewhere. And that's right now. The only avenue we have is trying to keep that stuff clean. So what I would right. suggest, and I, I completely agree with the reboot. However, um, and I, I think I talked to you about this, Nick, before the storyline about owning the island and mm. having everybody go to that island mm-hmm. and just start a country on that island but a similar situation like i'm i'm all for like a black wall street see and but like not oh, and it sounds like you're talking about animal crossing but continue. well i was i was going to say like uh, on the flip <laughs> side though like we also look at things like what a lot of right wing people tend to look at and it's the Ayn rand uh, atlas shrugged 
concept. If you guys don't know what that is, it's the BS where like we take all of our talent and then we just leave you guys here with the scraps like Elysium. Uh, Remember that movie where Elysium? Yeah. Um, Mm. It's a similar concept where like, well, we just take all of our talents. Like, I I mean, I would love to just go to an island where I don't have to worry about the color of my skin. It would be fantastic. But also the reality is I want my country where I was born and raised to respect me as though I fucking belong here every day and takes care of me like we're the richest country in the world as opposed to being living in squalor. Or right. being treated as though I'm less than. I think I would love like who who makes oh, the ahead. most money? Like what who's what do they say he like the person, the richest person in the US? Oh geez. Uh Hold on, let me see. Bezos. Think, yeah, Bezos. Yeah. You so right much. now is worth one point uh one hundred seventy seven billion dollars. Right. And that's after a divorce where he lost half his shit. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Half mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Number of people in the US right now. It's three hundred twenty nine point five million. Kind of hard to put it in perspective, but you could almost give everybody a million dollars, and nobody'd ever have to think twice about right. it. And it would even hit your bottom line, right? You give so everybody a million dollars for fun. With with all the people that are are millionaires or billionaires or anything else like that, why hasn't that been done? If they're really worried about America being great, why? It would upset the economy. But would they, it? Well, they're, but would they're, it? from their perspective, uh, from economic numbers, from what I, I, I'm, I'm a nerd, so I study a lot of really random shit. Um, the way it's perceived is that if they infuse that, there would be no one that would take credit, which means the credit industry would shut down. Uh, you would lose probably a number of uh, ongoing loans and mortgages would get paid off. So banks would start collapse all over the place. Like they don't like when they're thinking of their money, they are literally thinking of only their money. They give two shits about the, the lowly peon that shines their shoes. And as sad as that is, the that. only way we could do that is through legislation, which then taxation would actually bring that money back into the communities. But unfortunately not into the pockets of the people that fucking need it. So they're going to find a way to F us out of it no matter what. True. But I mean, uh-huh. even if even if everything got paid through, we owe how many countries, how many trillions of dollars? Yeah. So if we, China. if we did pay everyone off, if they were able to give the people the money, the people are going to put it back into the economy, period. Mm. We, we That's what we do, unfortunately. No, yeah. Most of us are not. People are stupid. Individuals are intelligent. <laughs> I say that all, all, all the time. Group mentality, and, but, yeah. We will herd mentality exactly. Mm-hmm. They will continue to buy. Unfortunately, our people, Nike stock will go up. Uh, I mean, you you know where the money's gonna go automatically. I don't know. Uh, okay, so I don't know if you guys follow like Earn Your Leisure or uh, Black Wall Street on Instagram or mm-hmm. YouTube or anything. Like, I feel like our our complete economic uh, education is starting to come around a little bit where people are starting to get to a point where invest people are starting to be more investing and mm-hmm. a little bit more shrewd with where they're putting their money. They're getting involved in stocks and crypto and NFTs and ETFs and the whole nine yards. And like, I feel like if it were to be given now, or if they did the equivalent of like the 40 acres and a mule payout or something like that, right. like conceptually, I think we'd be in a different place. I think people would be surprised at how, uh, entrepreneurial and educated we would be with our money. It's just we've never fucking had it. Like, True. pull up by your bootstraps. Well, motherfucker, I never had any bootstraps. <laughs> like, I I don't even know what boots look like. Fuck you. So I, I, I definitely see the, the idealistic point of view. I just know that the pushback is always something oh, so yeah. much more sinister 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess Vocab did the math for us. He said Bezos would be able to give everybody in the U.S. 451. But that's everybody, including the homeless people. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> that's at least a room for a night. Hot meal. Right. Shower. Yes, it, job interview. <laughs> It'll get them to the job interview to get a job. No, right? That's what I'm, I'm really hoping that we start seeing more investment in uh, like tech, especially in some of these cities where, you know, like Indian, Indianapolis is one of those places where like yeah. agriculture is what surrounds us. But like there's plenty of stuff that could be done here that would economically that would benefit so many people. So, I mean, I, I'm not sure, like, I, I I know in, like, St. Louis and stuff, they've been trying to make some bigger projects for, like, the uh, uh, tech community and stuff like that. But yeah. we haven't seen we the investment. We've got a large in St. Louis. Right. Especially with the minority community, though, the investment has been small because our buy-in is small. Right. That, that hopefully, we're starting to start shift the, the, the powers that be and start moving ourselves into a more advantageous position, at least to start opening up some pathways for some things that we that aren't in our communities like one of the things we always run into is like transportation to get to a new job well if you could just work for home for a tech company or do coding or something shit people's lives would change overnight with a steady paycheck doing some coding work for a company or something but those opportunities just have to be open to people that you know have a little bit of tan yeah yeah all right well one last thing and i think this is probably our second most important question that we've had all night regarding this topic. Oh, and we've talked about a lot of stuff. <laughs> Why do you think men's health is undervalued and underdiagnosed? Because mm. men are undervalued. Male ego. Oh, that's another good one. Mm, okay. The invulnerable male, huh? Yeah, it goes in with their top skit. Mm-hmm. That false tough. Yep, that false tough. Or the need to be tough. Oh, man. It's ridiculous. Ah, oh, man. They never tell us that these are the things we're going to have to deal with at some point. Right. Yeah. You just got to figure it out on your own. That's. Hey, you might want to eat a salad every once in a while. Well, you know, I've only been fed Takis since I was coming out of diapers because that's all that was available in the food desert that was my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of stuff. I, it's so hard with, especially with health. You know, how do, how do we overcome that with education as opposed to... Here, the, I'm going to let y'all talk. I'll be right back, okay? Word. This your problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's ours. Yeah, it's like, oh, now we own it. Yep. Well, hey, it's been uh, nice getting a chance to know you guys and meet you guys. Uh, I don't think I've ever run into you guys out in public before, but uh, hi, my name's Nick. What I, up, I'm glad to meet all y'all. What up? What up? Thanks for hey, talking yo, with me tonight. Nick. I feel like a human. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm not oh, standing around saying, no, say don't early. do that. Don't touch that. Quit hitting your sister. Go into your room. Clean up your stuff. Like, it's just yeah. nice not to say that stuff for a while. That's that's what I was uh, gonna say earlier. I like I hope everybody can throw their extrovert friend during the <laughs> pandemic. Nope. Like, bro, one of my Listen, friends had like a breakdown. I'm supposed to go to a party after this, and they was like, "Why are you not going?" I'm like, "Because I don't like people." 
<laughs> got real bad with people, uh, especially trying to deal with, you know, keeping the kids healthy and trying to get them educated through uh, school, like the virtual school and stuff. Oh, my gosh, man. I don't uh, I was not built to do the online tutoring for kids. I love them. But damn. But that I mean, that was the funny thing is like I, I'm realizing now that I've have to learn how to redo this kind of stuff, like have these conversations with people and it because you know you don't see people like that like you used to you go out to the clubs you hit it up you go out to your you know business meetings and stuff chop it up for a little bit it's like i can barely get through the map <laughs> right. nice talking to you too it just doesn't work not quite the same yeah i've been feeling for the uh music venues around the area i've been trying to find some different projects uh i do some prom like promotional work and i do some advertising and interview stuff for like up-and-coming artists and bands and stuff and just trying to find out where the scene has gone over the last couple of years with all the bars and, and nightlife kind of dying and closing. I didn't realize like there were 20 or some clubs that used to be in the area completely shut down. Yeah. The sad thing is a lot of places are probably not going to come back either. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Like you barely yeah. got, like I'm surprised people still going to sports and sporting events right now. I'm like, yeah, wow, bro, that that's never going to go away. I'm sorry. It's true. Yeah, it has to be something that we see because what's going to happen is if it do go away, it's going to go from sporting events that we know to esports, which is coming up yep. really, really fast. Yeah, it is. Mm, They've been oh, yeah. some big investments in that. It's coming. Like, I wouldn't mind having an esports scene, but I don't know. It just seems like it's not person of color focused, unfortunately, at least my own. Honestly, I've seen the two esports teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although, like a uh, uh, with the new Halo coming out, we could definitely start a squad. Yeah, yeah we've been trying to look into doing Pokemon Hold Unite. On, wait, wait, it's, it's certain people in here that don't mess with Xbox. Damn right. Uh, I, I got, I got a PS Five right next to it. I got a PS Five right next to it. Uh, let's see. I, just, I was telling, I was, I was telling Panda about playing the new Guardians game. I don't know if you guys have checked that out. It's, I was really impressed with that thing. Yeah. So I do want to find a game that we all can play together. Facts. I mean, mm -hmm. there's supposed to be new stuff coming out that's cross platform. So mm -hmm. hopefully oh, that yeah. happens and then we can, you know, get it popping. I know a game. It's a game called Knockout City that's cross platform. Ah, uh, yeah. I've seen it's some a, of the things about Knockout game. City. I thought oh, it was yeah. Yeah. Really yeah, it looks okay. Well, Among Us, but I don't like that. That game just looks weird. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I cut somebody off. I saw him in the street next time. I'm like, wait, you were... Oh. <laughs> That's just me. Well, I'm gone. We should, we should want to fill up his list. Oh, he's back now. <laughs> no, whatever. <laughs> Welcome anyway. Back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome All right. Back. Well, we hit pretty much everything that I had. Um, oh, one other thing, real quick. Whew, out of breath. Sorry, I had to run. Speaking of man's health, right? Right. <laughs> Facts. Stuff together, panda. Take my fat ass out for a walk tomorrow. Saw that bamboo. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy remake that they came out with. Oh yeah, it's coming was... to PC. Uh, it's gonna be nice. exclusive on I'm Epic playing. Games. So just as an FYI. I got it for PS4. Yeah, I like that. I have it on PS. I might grab it. I might go ahead and cop it on the place on the PC just in case, though. So, 
All right. Well, does anybody have anything they want to throw out there? I Just do. In general, I do. I got something. I got something. Go for it. You go first. All right. Well, I've been catching up on something new on Netflix. Not sure if y'all got Discovery Plus. There's a show out there called Soul Food Cookdown. Kind of like think of like. The cookie shows, but it's all soul food focused. Yeah. Just started on Discovery okay. Plus. Uh, nice. I watch cookie shows, but that's not shit. Yeah, so do I. So do I. Yeah, so Discovery Plus, um, Soul Food Showdown. It's all about soul food. All of this is just black black cooks. Pretty good. If you watch Master Chef, the season ten winner, Dorian's one of the contestants on there. What Dorian in there? Nice. Hey, she is kicking ass. She is just kicking it. ass. You have Dorian throw down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's something to check out. Like Zone Discovery Plus, new episodes come out every Saturday. Just on episode four, just dropped today. Actually, me and my girl watched it nice. this morning, nice. which is pretty good. I'm trying to think what else out there. Well, we got Spider Man coming out next week, so that's coming up. True. I'm not seeing it till Sunday, so I'm no I, spoilers. I, y'all start talking. Y'all that, talking about it Saturday. I'm out. I'm not gonna be here next week. I'll be tell you right now. You never hear me say this. Is the first time I'm gonna say it. No spoilers. I I you really like that man. franchise. They've done a really good job with that. I'm really looking forward to this yeah. next one. Yeah. So uh, you go next vocab. I just oh, found a funny little thing on Facebook. Kind of, sorta. I so I'm on I'm scrolling through Facebook. I was sharing the on stream to everybody. Mm. And somebody there was an argument talking about fillers in anime. I know we had the conversation before, but they kind of broke it down to percentage. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, I think I've seen it so, too. Okay, so they got bleach three hundred and six six episodes, eighty-two fillers equals twenty-two percent filler. 78% canon, right? Yep. Nice. Naruto, 766 episodes, 321 filler, yep. <laughs> 41% filler, 59% canon. Bless, baby. Then they got the goat of longevity, One Piece. Let's go. 1,002 episodes, 94 filler episodes. Yep. Thank you. Nine percent filler, ninety-one percent canon. Thank and you. Out of that filler, like seventy of those episodes are in Sanji's arc. <laughs> wow, they are not. Okay, like fifty. Yeah, <laughs> but Naruto. I mean, a lot of that was good background stuff too. I mean, good lore building. So yeah, I mean, we we all anybody who watched Naruto knew that they would be high up there. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, if we you had watch that it, conversation too, yeah, where, yeah. We, where we, we, I mean, we broke down that just because it's filler doesn't mean it's not necessary. Exactly. You've got to build lore in some way, and so that usually comes in in backstory and what people most consider filler episodes. So yeah, it's like yeah. around a D and D where everybody's in the pub trying to tell their yeah. story and stuff. Yeah, shopping. It's the shopping trip. Shopping. Yeah, the shopping episode. Yep, <laughs> it's the shopping episode in D and D. Like what? Mm-hmm. Like everybody always brings up the Dragon Ball Z driving episode. What's <laughs> the Dragon Ball <laughs> Super <laughs> the baseball episode? Or the baseball? Right. I mean, think about it. Dragon Ball. Well, low key, Dragon Ball Super would have been better if it was just mixed slice of life and action. But that's just my own honest opinion. But even Naruto, I think you needed some of that filler was necessary. For background purposes, especially mm-hmm. like Shippuden is like a good example. And Obito stuff and 
even 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 the infinite Tsukiyomi flash with the alternate timeline. I love that. I love that alternate time. I know people hated that one, but I was like, no, I needed to. I like that. I really like that because like you were getting a version of Jiraiya's novel he always talked about writing, and I don't yeah. think people appreciate that those little details. Or even like I think one of the Infinite Tsukiyomi flashbacks was the tuning exam we missed during the time skip. Mm -hmm. Like that was an right. excellent that was an excellent idea. Boruto's been doing it too, and even if you're watching certain YouTube channels, they got a lot of light novels in the Boruto and even post Shippuden era that should have easily been its own anime canon. But anime anime students don't want to publish the light model prequel. I want a Minato prequel. I can see but then, that. But then I'd be like the Star Wars prequels in a lot of ways. You already kind of know what's going to happen. Okay. Yeah, see, I would bars. still want to see Jiraiya and Tsunade as as like teens with Orochimaru. See, you know, like right. that right oh. there would have been funny. I would like to see Jiraiya and Tsunade's children. That would have been an interesting convers conversation. Yeah. Wouldn't happen. So, but interesting. Another, like an epilogue episode. Yeah. Right. Another piece of news. Do we have any uh, kick-ass fans in here? Oh, yeah. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is for you. There's going to be a kick-ass three. In what? Yeah, three. No three. way. I don't know if they even needed yeah. two. Two was kind of a... Yeah. I mean, it was a good was one, a but it was, it was just like the, it fell off. It, it was a drop-off. Yeah. Like, if she went on and did her own movie, I would have been more yeah. you know, into it that. Yeah. Because he kinda his character kind of just flopped in the second movie. Well, yeah. and the whole the whole thing was his his rise. It would have been more interesting to see where the daughter went. You yeah. know, yeah. like with that storyline after everything happened. Yeah. So yeah, they're doing the kick, they're trying to do a kick ass three. But um Chloe has one demand in order to return for it. Uh oh! I didn't read the whole thing yet. I just wanted to put that out there. Okay. Interesting. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Vocab. Okay. I'm gonna I'm darken the mood a little bit. Okay. So I just You said what? I said we've already dark for a couple hours. Yeah, it's well, okay. I, I <laughs> I want to take a moment of silence. Uh, today is my uncle's birthday, and we lost him to COVID earlier on. So. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Man. Damn. Sorry yeah. that, man. Sorry if you guys don't mind. No, no, no. No, no, not at all. All right. Bless. Bless. Appreciate you guys. Not a problem. Not a no problem. problem. Man, COVID's been a tough one, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. my aunt I mentioned earlier that passed. That's she got out of the hospital from COVID complications and passed a couple of months later. Wow. Yeah. Well, peace to all of y'all dealing with that stuff, man. I, mm -hmm. I I feel like I've been fortunate, but we've had a couple of people pass too. They weren't like super, super close. Right. So that's what's up. Yeah. Just, just well, everybody, tough. As, Good episode. have been saying the whole time, like keep keep your family close. Thanks. Keep your hands you know, washed. Take a mask. Take a vaccine washed. if you can. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Take care of yeah. yourself. Take care of your family. Got my booster yeah. today. It's cold as hell. 
Ooh, I got my right. booster set for um day after New Year's. So yep. that be that that would have been sick. That should tell you when I got my second booster, my second yeah. shot. Mm. So I'm trying to trying to be Fourth of July, but I I, I miscalculated. <laughs> now, and I want to say this, that's like just with everything else we've been saying for all of the listeners, your health, your mental health plays a part in how your family is affected as well. Amen. Because sometimes, even if you're physically ill, if your mental and your spiritual and emotional is in a good place, it will help drive you to pull out of a lot of things. I've seen it happen. So it's not an always type of thing, but you being at your best mentally and emotionally will help those around you to be at their best mentally and emotionally. And that's why we have conversations like these. That's why we do little bits of this type of stuff. Today was heavy in it, but you know, this is how we, why we do little bits and stuff like that. Um, we will be having more of these types of conversations in the months to come. So keep an eye out for those. Um, Nick, did you have anything you want to throw out there real quick as a closeout? Uh, let's see. Let me start off by saying thank you to all of you. Thank you for the invite for a great convo. Uh, always great to meet, uh, fellow open human beings that are ready to chat. Uh, if you want to check me out, I'm on Instagram, uh, the composer music, uh, on Instagram, uh, RA media LLC on Instagram and, uh, NP Ramey on Instagram. Those are my three. The NP Ramey is for my voiceover work. Our a media is for my uh, media consulting and production work. And then uh, the composers for my music production work. So, uh, you know, feel free to hit me up, ask me stuff. I, I consult on all kinds of things. I'm working with a bunch of clients. I do some artist stuff. I do some music stuff, you know, to my background has always been uh, working in entertainment and stuff. So I'm just trying to keep that moving forward and keep artists and creatives moving forward in their productions and stuff. So as you can see, I like to do crazy stage fun things. So I like to, make it colorful for everybody. But uh, I really appreciate the time. It's a great conversation. I definitely want to come back and chop it up with you guys again. You can call me in on a music night. We'll even do some live music. Why not? So I'm, I'm down to clown. Thank you guys so much for, for the forum and the chat. It's awesome. And 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 follow Panda of pandemonium, please. Yes. And, and what he, what he didn't mention is we're going to end up having a cyberpunk uh, D and D type game that we eventually we're going to run through too. Uh, Cyberpunk Red. I actually start GMing a Cyberpunk game starting after the first of the year, so I'm really excited about that. And hopefully, maybe I'll get to bring it to the channel. We'll do a stream and test it out. I can send you guys some character sheets, and we can play this out. I'm good. Word. I'm glad. I'm glad to meet some fellow brothers that are into some geeky (laughs) fun stuff. It's so nice. All right. And be blessed, everybody. Gangsta geek. (laughs) well as always we appreciate you all being here for the three hours that we we've been chopping it up we know we get long-winded so thank you thank you thank you for sticking around uh as always we got vocab we got rob we got infamous today we had our man nick the composer ramey uh and it's always pandemonium signing off y'all enjoy your week and we will catch you all next week all right